Cutting Edge Radio. I was you're, just going to say, I kind of got lost. You're all uh, scot-free. You're all scot-free on that. Or my sister can get it. it. Oh, and none of us have ever trimmed our pubes. Lord Hassinger never has anything to explain, except has he purchased any hats in the last year? And where are you working now? You're doing insurance. Dude, that's such a funny question because it just goes to show like 2020, 2020 just kind of like, um, like the bubble popped in my life. Like, my life was going, like, so awesome for, like, such a long time. Basically, as soon as I met Heather, 2013, everything just, the the graph just kept going up and up and up. And and then it popped. And it was just, like, a struggle. And then also we got pregnant. And it was was planned, but everything around it wasn't planned. So it was kind of like, oops, shit. And, uh, I just, I just had no, um, I had no confidence to come on here and, uh, sound interesting. I just always, uh, I was getting like sick of hearing my voice because I was just like, it wasn't like depressed, but it was just like, I was just spent at the end of every day, uh, that like coming on here and talking, I would have just been a, a drag. Uh, and, but hopefully everything's, uh, you know, the pendulum swinging back up. And uh, everything will be good. And yes, selling health insurance. So if you need health insurance, give me a call. 215-570-5464. You heard it there. And um, yeah, that's it. I'm back. That's awesome. And thank you, man. Yeah, no, John never needs to uh, explain, but I get it. And uh, it's I'm... been a lot. And it's been good seeing you uh, continue uh, to carry the torch. Uh, on uh, Set Jetters. Is that what it's called? Set Jetter? Yeah, yeah. Set Jetter Saturdays. Is that like a mock on Jet Setter? I, I think it is. Apparently, it's it's a term, and I didn't know this, but it's for... Uh, but yeah, thank you, Adam. It's great. It's always great to see you. You're the king. Uh, it's a, it's a term for movies. What's that? How can I be the king if you're the king? I'm actually a princess. It's the next announcement. 2015 <laughs> humor. The uh, No, Set Jetter is... Um, it's like urban exploration of, of going to movie sites. Apparently, it's huge. I never knew this. But I was clicking around online one day, and I found the Friday the 13th. This guy, the guy Robert I do the set jitter with, has been to, like, all the locations. And he'll take pictures of them and then put it on, like, a website, like, matching up shot for shot. Apparently, it's, like, this big thing. There's, like, a lot of people that do this. And it's like, called set jetting. Oh, you jet around to specific sets. I love it. And I thought it was a play too. I was like, oh, like jet set. And they're like, no, no, it's like a, it's like a term. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm. It was near yeah, like, but like a jet setter is that's like someone who's just always getting on a like they're traveling. Yeah, like a snowbird going fast. Right. <laughs> like I thought. Yeah, set, they're always like traveling. Set jetter meant like you know, hurry up and wait, but then. It's yeah, no, no, no set, set jetters. Set, yeah, I think jetter, set jetter like, is. I'm set. I'm all set. You're going to the <laughs> set, like you're jetting to the right. set. Where right. a, like a, set a set jet of setter is like Tony Martin. 
So like they would go to right exactly Tony Martin, who actually recommended an amazing show to me that I had I had such heavy doubts in, mainly because the premise it's a zombie show it's called Black Summer. Oh, did you watch it? I have, dude. How like original and like unique is like the the cinematography, the verisimilitude. Like it's so it it's a, it's an old idea. Uh, once again somehow delivered differently i i agree yeah it was like a surprise too like when it first came out you're like ah another zombie movie just just what we need like another series but you you've seen it they do it's so original like uh just the way they shoot it yeah man and then the one episode where you you basically follow a zombie like you're with a zombie like for the major, and he used to be a main character. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it was really good. Wait, when you follow the zombie around, you talking the second season, the snow yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah, you're following him. I thought the same thing. I'm like, they've never done this before. You're, you well, like I, feel for him. You're like rooting for him, kind of. And that scene, yeah, right. I know. I'm like, they're making a zombie a protagonist. Like this is all very original takes. So uh, cool, and and they also shot that in Canada, which in the first season. Like you, you kind of know by looking at it, but you don't. And then you, you know, they're like, let's get to the stadium. So it has this weird, like, you don't know where it is for a while because there's like U.S. troops there. So you're like, maybe this is like the Napoleon Dynamite effect where you just don't know what the hell year or time this is. But, um, I yeah, they so I thought it was so cool. original because, dude, I didn't even consider where it was. It's like instead of uh, Rick waking up from a coma six months into it it's like day zero zero one like it's like people just fucking running and like no plans have been made no structures of like safety have been built like it's like day one day one like for outbreak like everything is out of control oh yeah uh, it, it it's uh it's a lot of fun yeah it is fun and and, and they also show people like somebody who you would think would be a lead character or uh you know, a protagonist or something, we'll just get killed like that episode, like the next scene. You're like, oh, I guess they're not. I, uh, Tony told me to watch it. So I was like, all right, I trust him. I'll, I'll watch episode one. But I was like, I was working out on the couch. It was like 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, I know what I'll do. I'll just watch this with subtitles. Like, there's not a lot of dialogue in zombie stuff. You know, it's mostly, like, running and screaming and growling. Yeah. And I was like, if if the dialogue is intriguing and, like, I like the way it looks, like, I'll, I'll keep with it. Dude, I haven't taken the subtitles off. I've watched the whole show with no sound. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> Good, I'm like you're committed middle, now. I'm in the middle of season two. And shouldn't that tell you how good a show is? I've watched it on mute just reading the subtitles and watching it because it's so fucking scary. Like, dude, it is a scary fucking show at times. Even oh, it is. Did. Yeah. That's an, that's what an indicator like with sound effects and a, and a score. It's Can't like imagine. watching a silent film at that point or a foreign film. Yeah. Like if you can stick with it past 20 minutes in that, it's good. If you can do like a season and a half, it's excellent. I think Jim Carrey said like, or no, Dana Carvey, he goes, He's like, my dad said to me, <clears throat> if someone can't hear you and they're watching what you're doing and they still think it's funny, then you're amazing. 
Oh you know, yeah, you gotta be like, <laughs> you gotta be animated. It's like uh, George Lucas said, "If you can, what did he? Wasn't his quote something similar? Like, if you can watch it and, and understand this, yeah, and like know what's going on without." Did he say that? I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's a bit of the Nelson the Nelson the the Mandela effect, right? Because like I thought he said that. something like that. Hmm. But what's up with you, man? You're like uh, running for governor, or you 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 won. You're the governor of California now, right? I'm um, governor of California, and then I got caught in an embezzling scheme, so I'm prisoner number 046382 next month. We're going to jail, and then uh, then we'll be out. No. Okay. Yeah, my it's, it's funny. I, I'm the, I'm a, the reserved at large representative for Tarzana, which is a volunteer position. To, it's like an advisory. Right. It sounds a lot bigger than it is, but I've been owning that to my family on the East Coast. They'll be like, oh, I hear you're like, a senator now is like, I can't talk to you. I have a, I have a budget committee meeting. There's no budget committee meetings, but you know, I'm like amplifying it. You're like, uh, I could tell you. I could talk to you about this, but you know, uh, government secrets. I yeah. don't want to. I don't want to compromise you. You know, make it seem so. That's cool though, man. Well, I mean, it's something. Know. It's a step. It's a step, man. It's a step. Uh, yeah, I've always liked the. I've always liked the political scene. You know. I shouldn't say always. I have not liked the political scene the last like five years, but I've always liked American politics. And I always thought, you know, if I ever wanted to run for a higher office, then all those guys kind of start in their 30s, unless they were doing it like, you know, lawyers in their early 20s. They all kind of start in ships. Right. And in their 30s. And, and, you know, it's scary. It's like, uh, I'm worried, not to get too political, but uh, I'm worried that we're like, uh, the Democrats are like have their foot off the pedal. They're like, oh, uh, oh, we did it, <sighs> and you know this evil demon is gonna come back for a sequel, and uh, we might not be like ready to like do it again. You know, come I agree. out in like full force and like you know, yeah, just win by numbers. No, totally. I, I, you know, Bill Maher talks about that a lot. He's like, yeah, it's like the shark. You think the shark's gone, but it's coming back. Like it's still out there at sea, like circling you. And I feel like the last, you know, last six months or whatever, we've kind of been like, all right, like we're kind of back to normal, even though there's COVID, but things are moving up. Like let's relax a little bit. And we're like, we're forgetting to lock our doors and like leave our cars, uh, yes. you know, uh, leave, we're leaving our cars unlocked. Like we're not being as careful as we I know. Could be. We slipped right back into it. COVID's go, you know, going away basically. Uh, even though now it sounds like it's going to come back, which is th- there the you Delta. go. Yeah, dude, this Delta and there's rises down here in Florida. I'm like, oh, here we go. We just couldn't do it. We just couldn't get it together. It was the people freaking out about the masks or the people freaking out about the vaccine. I'm like, you're so right. dumb. You're so dumb. Be- just because you're being told you should do this. You're saying, I don't have to do anything. I know. Uh, okay. Maybe yeah, you, you know just you don't. shouldn't be here. Maryland, the state of Maryland, just reported that all of their deaths in June were unvaccinated people. COVID. Like, there's a trend here, people. Yes, like, like the vaccines protect against Delta for the most part. They're showing. They're not saying that. They're not saying de- the Delta, whatever variant, is like beating these vaccines. Like, they're still good against that. Like, just. The only the only people holding this up is are those that refuse to get the vaccine. You're the only ones like holding up the show. 
you know, we can move on from this and get back to normal or whatever you call that. But like, I, I don't understand. And like, and there's famous people who have a responsibility and they're just completely contributing to like extinction level shit. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm not getting vaccined. You have 2 million Twitter followers now who are not also, or also aren't going to get the vaccine. I know. Stupid, dumb actor. You, Knock you know off who, Tarzan. I know. You know who's ridiculous? Do you know who Ricky Schroeder is? And you'd be, there would it be if you didn't know? That would be like the general consensus. Yeah, he's from. Wasn't he from that show, Silver, Silver Penises? Yeah, he was on Silver Penises, which is an '80s show, and he was a Silver child Swift. actor. Hasn't been relevant since. Is he's that even wasn't that wasn't even like a groundbreaking show? That wasn't the Cosby Show, bad example. But that, that wasn't show the, no. That show was a hammock show. It's a show that you put in between the Cosby show and something else that was good. It was like, okay, it was fine. But yeah, it was just a carbon copy. That's all it is. But he's he's like one of those guys. He has, for some reason, he has all of these followers. And uh, he's like every weekend in L.A., he's at another store, like protesting masks. And of course, he has all this whole like, crew behind him that you know i loved you in silver spoons you actually like engage with me so i support you and uh oh. he's like arrested every weekend at like a costco for like assaulting an employee oh, for, yeah. for wearing a mask he's like that guy i re- i love the people that confuse private companies with social socialistic <laughs> um you know amenities of the country right. like Costco isn't like the highway or a park or the railroad. <laughs> it's a private company that makes its own rules and decide just like Facebook and Twitter. Like I love how right. people are like Facebook and Twitter are are breaking the second amendment first amendment freedom of speech. Yeah. But it's like, yo, they're not the government's thing. Like they're not like the public's it, a guy owns that that forum that yeah. you can talk on. And if he doesn't want you on it, he can throw you off. It's not, um, exactly. it has nothing to do with free speech. It's so weird. People in charge are that dumb. They are. Yeah, and you even read like the last guy that was president is like suing Facebook and all that for freedom of speech. And you know, just what you said, it's a private company. It's like going to somebody's house and then throwing you out and being like, well, I should be able to publicly be here. It's like, it's not a public park. If you're 70 years old and have no experience, you won't get hired at Target. <laughs> right. <laughs> For what? Fermentation. Hey, I yeah. like Ryan. I like Rye Guy's uh, office spoof that he put on Facebook. Oh, man. I was, I, I saw it and I was like, you know, right. I, I called him like an hour or so after he sent it to me. And he's like, what the fuck? What'd you think? I was like, well, first of all, my first thought was, fuck you. Uh, you made that before I thought of it. Nice. And my second thought was, like, that was pretty awesome. But what, was made, what made it was his feet at the end on the desk. Like, it looked like his clown shoes. Like I was like, are those your shoes? He's like, yeah, they just looked huge in that shot. Like, they are it massive. Was, it was so funny. I was wondering if that was a joke, like the shoes. I was like, they look huge yeah i think it it's perfect. just like a camera uh but it's funny because i was at walgreens and i got this oh nice there it is like little Michael guy Scott. yeah world's best boss um so dude you watched all of sweet tooth 
Yeah, I you know what? I binged that. I don't usually binge shows. I like to let them breathe a little bit. Yeah. But that was like a two-day event. I watched Mayor of Easttown and then Sweet Tooth like in five days. It was it was a drunken week, needless Mayor to say. East. Did you see that? How long did it take you to figure out it was Mayor of Easttown and not Mayor of Easttown? <laughs> <laughs> I kept like, hearing, oh. and I was like, a Mayor of Easttown? That sounds fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't care about what what is this, some local mayor? This mayor. is ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, I like I like Sweet Tooth a lot. It was uh, it it has like it's kind of like the stand a little bit, you know, with like the virus going wild. Um, yeah, it's cool. Oh, right. it, as an ADHD man, it kept my attention the whole way through because it jumped around a lot, which yeah. a lot of times I don't like. But but for Sweet Tooth, it like gave you what it, it gave me what I wanted when I wanted it, and it's hard to explain. But it was like the pacing was good, I guess. I agree, and I think uh, just the idea was pretty original. Uh, you know, like, oh, weird. Like, it's kind of like a mix of a whole bunch of different things that are popular right now. You know, like a pandemic, like this, you know, uh, end of the world shit, like segregation. Um, yeah. Inclusion, animals, the the planet, climate change, you know, like all that. It was like a lot at once. Like Downey, Robert Downey Jr.'s wife is like behind it. Uh, <clears throat> I think she's a smart, smart chick. And, Touche, uh, yeah. And I just thought it was neat. Like they look cool. They have, it, it have was awesome. the, hy- the hybrids. I didn't watch it all, but I knew I, I was enjoying it. I just, you know, I get, I fall off. Yeah, yeah, no, same here. It was uh, somebody. I saw somebody post that on Facebook, and they're like, "Sweet Tooth is the greatest thing you'll watch this year." And I just saw the still, and I was like, "No, it's not. This is this is stupid. Like whatever this is, the kid with the antlers, like yeah, uh, whatever this is is bad." So of course, like. I Googled it and I saw like, oh, pandemic and there's like hybrid animals. I'm like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. So I fired up an episode and then like six hours later, I was like five deep. Oh, like, wow. It's not we, we binged uh, most of Mare of Easttown, uh, but we binged like in one day uh, the show Hacks on Primetime or, or Amazon Prime with uh, Gene Smart. And this new comedian, I forget her name. She's got like a funny name, but she was on, she was on late night last night. I forget her name. Uh, Is she Indian? No, she's white. She might be, you know, she's like British, but, uh, but anyway, hacks. Gene Smart is this like old comedian who's like kind of being like pushed out of like the biz and she wants to go out with one last, you know, show. And it's like, do I do old stuff kind of tweaked or do I do all new shit? And she hires this young comedian to help her write it. And, you know, they have like oh. a devil, devil wears Prada type. I'd be on board story. for that potato salad. Dude, she, Jean Smart was in Mayor of Easttown. And she was Who's funny. Who's Jean Smart? She's the old, she's the mom. Oh, okay. Oh, I like her in Maravie's Town. She's she's like the comic relief. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh the Mayor of Easttown. I'm going to look this up. Let's see here. Mayor of Easttown, I liked. They threw you for some twists, which I didn't expect. Like, they Lost made it twist. cliche, which you thought, and then it wasn't that. And you're like, oh, good. Yeah, right. Every time I thought it was like, oh, here we go. I was like, oh, they're going at it from this angle. That yeah, yeah. They, they mixed it up a little bit. I liked how um, 
<clears throat> Quicksilver himself, uh, Evan Peters was was in there. Uh, he was good. Uh, yeah, Kate Winslet, obviously one of the best actors ever. Of uh, course, at least right now. Uh, and she's real picky, so I was like, you got to check this out. It, they, dude, they nailed that disgusting, oh. like northeast Pennsylvania. Oh, she, God. she, she killed it. I mean. I with know. the phone so, in the home, and I know. You know, I, I, they, they, she nailed it. Always drinking Rolling Rock and Yingling. Always. <laughs> Did they, you notice who, that? Whoever was the like the uh, the script supervisor or the production designer or whatever it, did their homework because they nailed that. And I, I like Googled that, and her the reviews were great. And then I saw a quote that Kate Winslet was talking about, like how much she liked Wawa, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. thank you for like, thank you, God. This is what we needed. They they nailed. I don't think there's ever been a movie set in Pennsylvania that like did that accent. They they do like Philadelphia accents sometimes, but they kind of just sound like Brooklyn accents, you know? Right. But yeah, they like very, nailed it. This you home phone. It's very like, yeah. It's only like a couple words. Right. Um, do you still have that accent? Do you have you shed it or do you did you ever have it? I don't. Like, do you ever find yourself saying like? I'm gonna call home. I say water. Water, yeah. I say water. I say, uh, yeah, I do. I say like class and ass instead of class and ass. Oh yeah, class and ass. Yeah, you know, uh, home. I, I just remember getting to Penn, Penn State and people being like, "Oh, you have an accent," and I was like, "No, I thought I was the only like." place on planet earth that like just doesn't have an accent like we just sound like everyone does on tv right plain <laughs> so do i yeah when i like i came to la people were like oh that like philadelphia accent's coming out i was like i'm not from philadelphia really like i'm from the suburbs we, there's no accent like yeah when you say home and phone and water and you're like oh how do you say your father's sister she would be your what your father's sister your mom's sister my aunt your aunt right yeah, I don't say aunt. No, no. I, I that sounds like uh, like kind of stuck up or something. Like aunts. It's like what are we in England? Yeah, I don't get it. Like I get black people say auntie. That's like a thing. But yeah. like I say aunt, aunt Nancy, aunt Peggy, aunt Eileen, <laughs> aunt Diane, and uh, it's strange aunt. because people, some people in our area say aunt. Yeah, I don't know if there was a correct way to do it. Because Cutting edge radio. Maybe uh, Ant is the bug. I, I, yeah, Ant, Ant Man. That's the bug. What else did you say you watched? Oh yeah, Maravie's Town. Uh, Mar- sweet, yeah, sweet, Town Dick. sweet Tooth. And you have seen Black Summer. I have seen Black Summer, and I do follow Bagel Master on Twitter, which is the great <laughs> first name, the great new name. Is that to stop Google searches from showing up? I was just like, why do I have my name on here? Like, you know, it's like, I don't need my actual name. I like forgot I could change that. Yeah. Like, you forget like, that once in a while and then you, you switch it up. But I love the, I love Bagel Master. That was like the first CWO character. My old boss from Einstein's, Jim Bradley. Oh, <laughs> Dickhead. Jim Bradley does sound like a wrestler. Speaking of wrestling, I, I had Peacock and all the uh, WrestleManias were available. And then I realized they weren't available. So I had to get like the membership it lost its nostalgia, not nostalgia, it lost its, you You lose interest in watching those right away. So I was like, well, 
we're committed now. Do you, do you, have you ever been down that watering hole where you, uh, that rabbit hole, I mean, where you like, you want to revisit old WWF and it's fun for five minutes? And I always love them. But after a few minutes, you're like, I, I know what happens. Do I really want to like commit? Yeah. And it, the same thing happened to me with Nintendo, like old school Nintendo oh, games. Yes. I was like, oh, I can't wait to play these games and watch these matches from when I was a kid. And then I just ended up like looking for games I never played and just fast forwarding to all the ends of all the matches and the Royal Rumbles. Like my favorite ending to any Royal Rumble in history. This is not arguable. Okay, there's only one other ending that's you could argue this is this one was better. Uh the end of the Royal Rumble when Ric Flair wins, when it's down to like uh uh fuck, who's who else is in there? I think it's like Macho, Hulk, Sid and flair and yes you know flair just comes up from behind and flips sid over at the end and he barely wins and he had been in there since oh. the beginning that ending is like my favorite ever uh and then that also the good. one when luger and brett flipped over at the same time and somehow by some miracle of physics their feet literally touch at the same time I, and i heard they only practiced it once yeah that that is incredible actually what what year was the flare one? That was that was ninety two or ninety three. I, I think it was ninety three. For some reason, reason I I always thought ninety three was the best one, and it was probably because of that. But I don't remember. I get my uh, dates mixed up. Let's see, let's but they're see. great to watch though. Even like the old Summer Slams, you have to like watch the endings and things like that. You're like, oh yeah, I remember this. Ninety two. It was ninety two. Ninety three was uh, Brett versus razor for the title so 92 is the only time the belt was up for grabs during the rumble because of the uh the you know the hogan undertaker shit that went down right before it oh yeah did you know that ultimate warrior i didn't know this i'm sure you did he was the only wrestler to have both belts at the same time or intercontinental and heavyweight at the same time for some reason i always thought there were more but I was like, I went down this uh, rabbit hole of WWF that one night, WWE, and I was like, oh, I remember this. Who? Warrior? Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> he had both belts at the same time. Right. And then uh, I forget what after, you know, they they took it from him. You know, like he they lost it. They had to it. vacate one. Uh, right. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so dumb. You <laughs> should was, be able to carry. That's what, like the Wikipedia said, like. Because of WWF rules, he had to vacate one of the belts. I'm like, oh, okay, because of the rules. Like, it's okay to, like, smack a ref with a chair and have him knocked out and still, like, continue the match. But, like, let us he can't have two belts. It's like, uh, Vince, what rule is that? It's the rule that I don't want to waste two belts on one person. <laughs> right. That's the you got rule. tickets to sell. Come yeah. on. Yeah, I need, I need new t-shirts to sell. Did you ever watch uh, Dark Side of the Ring? Oh, my God. Yeah, with... Uh... Maybe, I think we uh, talked about Jake, that Jake the Snake, right? I think, yeah. I, no, no. Oh, that, yeah, that one. That's a movie um, or a documentary. There's a there's a TV show, a series that came out last year. I think it's called. It's not Dark Side of the Ring, but uh, it's something like that. But they they talk about a different wrestler each. Uh, I'm Matt Clark, and I have all the facts. Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, but they talk about it. They have a different wrestler each uh, episode. And uh, oh, Dark Side of the Ring is the series. Yeah. And I guess the documentary is also Dark Side of the Ring. I know which one you're talking about. But this, they start off with like Macho Man. Oh, they talk about like, how screwed up him and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was on Vice. They talk about like 
him and Elizabeth wow. and like the drugs these guys did. Like it was crazy. And they, they jumped to um the final one is I think uh the Heart oh, Brother the Heart Foundation. And they talk about like Jimmy and not Jimmy, he was uh Bret Hart's brother um, that Dude. died. Confidential. Oh, the final days of Owen Hart. Evan and Jason celebrate the life of Owen Hart with new context about his death. Dude, yeah, the way sad. he died. Oh my god, crazy. They should have like tested it. What um, a horrible way to die, too. Brian Pillman, the Warrior. I know, dude. Brutal, disgusting, disgusting, <laughs> disgusting. What was the fireworks situation in your your hood? Fourth of July. Oh, dude, it was like the best ever. Oh, really? Every, everybody gathered around like the two lakes oh, that are nice. in here. Like oh, the whole neighborhood. Instead of them like all over the place random, everyone just came to the same spot. And they went off for like an hour. And we just sat in our backyard and watched them. And that was it. Hannah oh, loved nice. it. That's what you want. It was perfect. Did, did the kids it wasn't even like totally dark yet. It was like... It was probably like eight o'clock when they oh, started. Nice. So it's still, it was like dusk, you know, twilight. that long dusk. Yes, twilight. A twilight <laughs> surprise. Yes. It's in the pants. Twilight delight. Twilight. The warrior, uh, Nick Kate, oh, Nick Gage, I don't know. Brian Pillman, oh man, I want to see that one. He was like one oh, of the yeah. best. Yeah, his was good. Yeah, they talk about the uh... Montreal screw job. Wow. Oh yeah, that was the Bret Hart one, right? Yeah, yeah. Shawn Michaels, like, yeah, that was a Dude, good one. They all, would, they, they, what's that? It would be like if during a Broadway play, the antagonist was supposed to die, just like pretended he didn't die, and was like, "I got away," and ran off stage, and the and the audience thought that's what the end was supposed to be, and oh, he yeah. was really supposed to act like he was dead. That's what happened at the Montreal Screw Job. They like made it look. Like Brett lost when it was supposed to look like just a disqualification. Oh yeah, it totally screwed. Because wasn't he supposed to go to WCW? Like yeah. he was done at that point. He was like, screw this. So yeah. McMahon, they kind of like screwed him at the last minute. Vince wouldn't like sign him to a big contract because I think Vince thought the company was going in a different direction. And as usual, Vince was right. Uh, and WCW. Ted Turner was like Vince McMahon. Uh, Ted Turner was just dumping all this money uh, because he owned WCW uh, at the time Yeah, to get Brett just to come over and join the NWO. And it was like all over. Like the, you know, oh, wrestling, yeah, yeah, yeah. wrestling the was like on its down. <clears throat> it was on its downswing after all that. Right. And then they came out with Raw and then that like revitalized it and solidified it. Right. When they came out with Monday Night Raw. This is after that. Oh, this was was all had been on forever. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, this was in like ninety. Well, not forever. Raw had been out for like two years. You're right. Yeah, and uh, you know maybe uh, maybe like four, two to four years. This this is like ninety five, ninety six. The Screwjob I think was ninety seven. Survivor Series ninety seven. So the end of ninety seven. Yeah. Good thing I remembered it from watching it apparently i have all the dates lined up I'm like yeah it was right before raw you're like no it was five years <laughs> later i'm like yeah it was yeah because because wcw had nitro and that's when they ran congruently on different channels at the same time 
uh, Raw and Nitro, and you would flip back and forth, back and forth. Oh, and then yeah, that's right. When the NWO started, it was like the first time ever. And then for like 96 straight right. weeks, WCW had better ratings. And that was like better ratings, like 50 million to like, you know, 17 million. Yeah, they were just like around. Monday Night Football numbers. It's insane. Yeah, there's all the. It was it was at Zenith. <laughs> Stupid. Tweet us at the underscore podcast and follow John and the Comic John on Twitter. I love your tweets because with the way Twitter's set up now, they'll show you like friends' tweets and replies where they used to never do that before. So I right. see your like your tweets and they're good. Um, like there there's like entertaining ones, and then I see like snarky ones where you're like you're acting like a child who just lost ice cream without like trouble. Like it's all gold. <laughs> I wish it was just a channel of your tweets. I would subscribe. Dude, I, uh, I, I like, I do the opposite. I think of what like 99% of people who tweet, I'll spend like two hours before I will click, uh, send or whatever it is, you know, like I will oh, rewrite nice. it. I will edit it. I will like write it all out sloppily and then like crunch it all down. So I don't like, uh, need You're your a craftsman. Tweet. I don't need your tweet. I respect it that this will follow me. So I want it to be like, I don't want to look like an idiot. That's smart. Oh, that is like the opposite of everybody. You want to own it and like be professional it, about it. Make it meaningful. It's like in a million years, if they ever have like a way to dig all this up. Um, you know, I, I don't want to look like some buffoon, like pretty much everyone in the world who, whenever you dig up stuff on them. <laughs> yeah, you want, they're, they're precise. They're going to yeah. mean something. They're not just going to be like, fuck you, Arab. I'm running for governor. Oh, wait, I said this. Nope, not anymore. Canceled. Fuck you, Arab. Fuck you, Arab. <laughs> don't uh, you think with Twitter, though, uh, like I follow like celebrities and stuff, and you see the comments. And a lot of them are hate-filled. I just want to think, like, one, why do you even own a Twitter account? You have, like, two followers. People obviously... You obviously are just trolling. And two, like, it took you so much effort to write this. Like, you know they're not really reading it. You know? I'm talking about, like, the hate tweets. Like, well, why even bother? And then there's some celebrities that, like, respond to it. I'm like... Yeah. Like John Cusack. I'm like, I think... Oh, even like this week, Kevin Smith is getting like all this shit about He-Man. <laughs> I saw that. I'm from like, you. I'm like you. What did I say? I can't remember. I, I don't. You. You. I don't remember. I'll let you describe it. But he responded to a fan that's like, actually, you made it a great day by turning a negative into a positive. Kevin right. Smith said, and you he's said like, something else. But that's why I saw it. He's like, you're allowing me to promote my my uh, show, uh, but I just. Uh, I see him going back and forth like that sometimes. I'm like, how do you have the F the energy to like see something mean and then sit there and waste time thinking about what to say back to them? Yeah, like when you're looking that at just, it. Like, that just seems like if you're famous and rich, like, meh. Meh. Get the hell yeah, out of there. I, I like, think a few don't people do that. that. You don't need to I like when celebrities shit. go on drunk tweets and they like, and then their account was hacked the next day. And they're like, sorry, my account was hacked. It's like, no, you were just hammered last night. <laughs> hacked. Yeah, hacked. hacked. Like anyone wants to hack your shit. What uh, was your what's your policy on Chris Brown? Are you a fan? Do you know who he is? Do, do um the rapper? <clears throat> the rapper, the rapper singer guy. Yeah, the whatever Rihanna. he is. I uh, shouldn't call him a rapper. 
No, I have no time for him. Bob's calling me on my phone. I think he's... Just... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, uh, the only reason I asked was, um, I, don't, I don't really know Chris Brown's work outside of his song being used in the office for the, the wedding scene. But um, oh, right. he had no, he had like more allegations this week that he like hit a woman or something like that, and people are like cancel him. But apparently he skated by all these years because he has so many fans. Right. I just want to know: is he? Am I just in the dark? And he's he's like a massive thing, and I just don't know about it. But like, who are these people that still like Chris Brown or support him? Is he is he like an R. Kelly where he has like fans that will never go away? Right. Regardless? Right. Is right. that what he it's, is? It's like the Homelander uh, thing. You know, you don't need 50 million followers who love you. You need 5 million who are angry for you. You oh. know, like they're just like, it's like the more trouble, the more trouble they get in, the more they love him and the more loyal they, they are. It's like Trump's fans. It's like the, the oh, more okay. shit that comes up, the more like they will find an excuse. QAnon. They've made up a person. <laughs> like they've invented a human being that isn't a real person. Right. That, that makes perfect sense too. That makes sense though. That's a good like theory. He he lives close by to us in Tarzana. So we he's on like Chris Brown. So he's on like local news here a lot because the cops are always going to his house for like parties. So I'm wondering if he was really that big or if it was just like local news. Because you know, I mean, it's like disturbing. Yeah, yeah, he's big. He's he's like he's like the R and B singers. Like you know, so many. There's a large demographic, primarily females. Yeah, listen to that, and they get juicy in they get, the pants. They get juicy in the sweats. And uh, and then he beats up Rihanna, and they say, "Well, Rihanna was punching him." It's like, oh, well, okay. that doesn't matter. Okay, then get out of the car. <laughs> right, even if she's like assaulting you with a bat. Uh, you, you you defend yourself and, and walk away. Like you don't hit a woman ever. Like you just you got disarm. really dark here. You disarm. You don't you don't you uh, engage. Was uh, the question that the world wants to know, Jonathan? Was justice served with the release of America's former dad, uh, Bill Cosby, from the Pennsylvania Correctional Facility in Skip Act due to a legal a, a legal loophole that they found? No. Um, I'm like stunned because it's like, isn't that uh, normal to bring in other people to establish a pattern of of unlawful behavior? Like, don't they just do that on the reg? That was like the entire OJ trial. They brought in like all kinds of people to talk about right. his past on both sides. Right. I'm 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 just so I'm like wow. There's like rules that need to be rewritten. Like we can't just like keep every rule. Like nope, three hundred years ago we had it all figured out. <laughs> Done. Stone. The only reason I bring that up is I was curious what you thought because to me it feels like somebody in Pennsylvania's Supreme Court knew a friend of a lawyer who knew Cosby and maybe got paid off or something. You know, like I mean I don't know, dude. I'm dude, speculating, but come on. If it was really? any, if it was anyone else. It wouldn't happen because whoever knows someone who knows someone got someone to like do something. They probably would never make the effort to go and like be like, oh, shit, let's connect all these dots. This is a technicality. We, he has to get out. That was like effort. It was extra effort for someone who wanted him to, to get out. And he should have rotted in there until he died. Yeah, which is probably isn't far along. Is he like he's like legally blind and like can't walk and stuff. 
I don't know if they are rumors, but I've seen more than one report that he's planning some sort of tour. Who's going to go to that? No one. Even He'll probably though, get a few people, but there will be protests out there that, like, no no respectable venue will host them. It would be like a park or somebody's house. You know, you know what I mean? Like, no no reputable comedy club is going to hire is going to pay him to perform. They would get lynched. They would lose like all their tickets to other shows. Right, right, dude. That's the funny thing. It's like uh, there's this like circle uh, with the like wokeness cancel culture and. It's amazing because all it has to do with gross profit. I right. don't want. I don't want to offend someone because then I won't get their money. Right. Yeah. Right. You it's know all what about I mean? The, That's it. It's all about the and, mighty buck. And it's like, I was like, oh, this is so funny. Like, even though Trump sent like these mad men to the Capitol to like physically change the uh, election, which is still just the silliest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, it was like. Oh, okay. Well, you guys do that. We'll just take all the money. <laughs> like <laughs> we'll remove all the money from you, and you, you know, that'll be it. It was such like a quick thing. Like you know, all these like sponsors and all these like people affiliated with Trump just drop, 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 drop. It was oh, like, yeah. oh, that's what they'll do. They'll just pull the financial rug out from from them if they try that shit again. Right. You know. Yeah, that's like that's powerful than any like word or threat you can say. It's like well, we're gonna stop or, paying you. All right, it's more powerful than any weapon, you know. Oh like, yeah, it's like that's it. It's like a job, you know. It's you're, like you go in there and you're like, I'm wearing this shirt because I like it. It's like we're not gonna give you a paycheck if you wear that. It's like, well, I'll change. That's fine. We can we can play that that game. What are you? Uh, what are your plans for the summer? Are you heading back to mother uh, to Uncle Bill's pancake house? No. We're not no. going this year just because, you know, the baby. Yeah. It's, like, it's such a, a headache. No. So. Oh, really? And the traveling, too, right? With oh a newborn? It's, yeah. Why would you want to set yourself up? And uh, end of August. Oh, yeah. At the end of August, we're going somewhere with uh, with my buddy Kev Smith and his wife oh nice uh i think betty and yeah betty and jeff are coming back down in august to help kev smith from your wedding from uh he lives in texas right yeah good dude yeah yeah he wanted to do like a podcast with me and uh it was funny dude it was like it reminded me of like the biscardi days uh because then like chase wanted to join in and i was like okay cool I'm not making any plans because I'm doing all the other work. I'm not making any plans. Like you guys set it all up and just tell me when to be there. And it just fizzled out. It fizzles out. <laughs> you know? That is funny. <laughs> like it's a good idea in theory, but like putting right. it together. Right. And again, the energy thing. Uh, but yeah, it, 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 I mean, it was right. good. It was like a sport. It was like a sports heavy thing. Oh, right. Good. Right. As I was just like not caring about sports anymore because I refuse to be an abused girlfriend. What do you mean? I just uh, refuse to care about something that abuses me so much more yeah. than it than it elates me. Then yeah. uh, it's just like uh, I can't. I gotta like remove myself from sports because it's just I can't care about something that doesn't care about me. <laughs> right. It doesn't care, and it, it oftentimes as a Philadelphia fan, it lets you down. Right, it's right. like a, it's like a bad family where you're I'm just an like you're letting me down. It's like I just won't dump him. No, you right, know what? Yeah. I'm taking a stand. I'm dumping you. 
This will, I'm taking a stand. This will I change someday. No, it won't. So you don't watch any Philadelphia sports anymore, or any sports, as I guess, as much as you used to, I should say. Dude, uh, it would take a lot for me to sit down in front of my TV and watch a, a game. It would have I, to be like the Heat in the finals, but I don't even know if I'd watch them because they just were in the finals against the Lakers and I didn't watch. I'm with you. I, I Unless I'm at a bar and there's a sports game on and like somebody's going to the bathroom or, you know, it's just in front of you. That's the only time I find myself watching it. it right. Exactly. And it, even with like the, sh- the pandemic, how everything was just so weird. Yeah. I just I didn't care. I was like, no, you know, whatever. I just like don't care. I'm like, I don't miss it. I, I'm with you, too. Yeah. It was so weird too seeing. I mean, this is like last year, but seeing the stadiums that were empty and the cardboard, I like know. that was kind of cool for a second. But then after a while, yeah. you're like, what are we doing? Like, I, I can't get into this. This isn't it, real. Yeah, it just did not. Uh, yeah. And I just didn't miss it. You um, know what didn't take a hit? What? I'm sorry. No. Did you watch? Uh, you have Disney Plus, right? Mighty, we talked about that. Mighty Plus. There he is. It's the big Mr. guy. Bruce. Lord Coons. Here we are. Don't worry, Here sir. I didn't. I didn't realize you were still working. Uh, we didn't. I didn't mean to to bother you. No, it's uh, it's not a bother. Uh, it's okay. I can't even like see myself on, so I don't know if I look like uh, really stupid, which I probably do. But uh, you look like a handsome man. You're like you blurred the background, so like unless the camera's real close to you, you'll blur too. Oh, that's perfect. That's just how I look. I think we should do every podcast like a Zoom That's call perfect. where you go, am I am I muted? Can you hear me? Oh, Can you hear me? And then there's a baby yeah. crying in the back and they go, can you mute yourself? You know, I got to tell you, it was really fun watching the entire world try to figure out something that I was an expert at for once in my life. I was like, right, right. oh, this is great. Fun, I was like, this is what I've been doing. And now all of a sudden it's acceptable everywhere. That's right. I always thought it was the main crutch in our uh, our process here. No, you don't have the the network funding, and then they all try it, and it still it looks just as shitty. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when the pandemic first happened, and we all worked from home. I was like, "Yeah, I get to work from home. This is great." You know what that's like? You're like, "Yeah, I've been doing it for five, you know, five six years." I'm like, "Oh yeah, you're you. This is like nothing. This is like a joke to you." And then I started going to an office in October. I was driving, dude, like an hour, an hour and a half a day. I would leave at like seven in the morning, get back at like midnight every night. Uh, it was brutal, but uh, yeah, it was kind of neat in the beginning. I was like, "Oh wow!" And like the guys that were there were pretty cool. Like they were like I liked them, so I was like, oh, "All right." I kind of missed the office thing, but then after a while, that drive, I was like, "Nope, I need to get back home." Yeah, I think that's what it is for everybody. Is like, oh no, it's good to see people and get back in and. And then you're like, no, it's that, it's that drive. Right. And I'm going to the movies tomorrow night. We're going to, uh, but we're, we're going to an IPIC, you know, where it's like not nice. a lot of seats. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm excited to go back to the, to the movies. Heather and I is are it, both going to see Black Widow. Oh, nice. This is the first one you've been to since you went to, you went to another one, right? Yeah. No, I saw um, the Hitman's wife's, bo- the Hitman's yes. wife's bodyguard. How was that? So stupid. Yeah. Was it? You posted like, a video on it. I remember. Like, if ro- if those actors weren't in it, it would be like it would not be in theaters. It would be like straight to VHS. Really? That, it's not a thing anymore. Yeah, it was just really dumb. Like, like what's Ryan so bad Reynolds, about it? 
like, dude, there's no rules of reality. You know what I mean? Like you think that if this happens in this movie, then X will be the outcome. Like Ryan Reynolds should have died three times if it was reality. (laughs) Just like with the gags that happened to him, like he would be dead, but he's not. He's fine right in the next scene. So it was a little like (laughs) Fast and Furious-ish where it got like make-believe. I was just going to say Fast and Furious where they're like right there. They're fighting on top of like a a Mack truck on the freeway and they get hit with like the sign, you know? And then they're like, they just get up. It's like, no, that would decapitate you. You would be decapitated. (laughs) (laughs) So ridiculous. They're they're like Robert Rodriguez movies. But except he tries to do it as like to be fun. Like you expect that. Yeah. And I saw um Fast Nine. <laughs> no. No way. After Fast and Furious One, I was like, not for me. <laughs> Same here. I get it, but uh, not for me. Uh, I'll take I'll take uh Dick Trickle any day on YouTube over Fast and Furious <laughs> Tokyo Drift. And they brought in uh the rock and that saved you know that saved the whole thing they just brought in some star power to try to like uh pump it up yeah yeah i mean yeah. You know, even got his own spinoff yeah um hey, you're the rock you know hey, you do what he, you he, he's the king of getting his own spinoffs remember he did like scorpion king for the mummy they were yeah. like yeah, i just gave him one he oh i saw uh, a quiet place too oh was oh, that yes i haven't seen a quiet place one is that worth uh fetching a look at <laughs> a southern gentleman with a mint gillette fetching a gander um yeah oh my god did you you saw the first one no i haven't oh bob watch watch both man they're good yeah, okay. they're unique it's all about like they they have super hearing so they, everyone's gotta like be quiet um but yeah it's it's fun it, it's a it's a great you know summer scare we, we watched the first one again not too long ago and i said to jen like we don't have kids yet but i was like oh i wonder if we had kids that like, we could we could uh be like oh we got to be quiet or they'll get you and it's like well what kind of shitty parents would we be if we're making our kids watch in a quiet place when they're like little kids it's like yeah it's not a good theory it's that's that's that's, that's poorly thought out you need to be quiet or they will get you they will get you. That's, uh, if you wake them up uh god have mercy on your soul so. <laughs> <laughs> God have mercy on your soul. Bob is joining the show. This is a full Nerd 35 slash History Hour. Bob's in the house with uh, a beautiful blurred background, a steamy green shirt, and uh, you look like you have some sun. No, that sounded probably, sexual. That's probably just high blood pressure. <laughs> that's what people say to me. Oh, were you running? No, I'm just on edge constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, this whole just 20, 24-7 anxiety. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So my heart's going to explode eventually. But uh, while I'm here, glad uh, glad to be with you guys. So. Yeah, but I bet, your, I bet your heart is beating somewhat at a lower uh, beat per minute with uh, the new lady. Everything's, everything's going great? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, fantastic. And I can't wait to uh, have her meet you all. So. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Bob. It, 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 see all there's so many changes in just a year yeah i i could have done way worse so <laughs> I, so there's no iceberging going on with that one you're a lucky man no, no <laughs> I, I believe she uh she caught the iceberg so no <laughs> 
she hit the iceberg. So, so, um, so where were you guys on November or uh, January (laughs) sixth? I was at the Capitol building. Um, I had some misinformation. I was there with a Trump flag. Yeah, I had this mask on. Uh, I had a Viking helmet, and I was at. Who do they think are the uh, the marauders? Who do they think are like the people pretending to be Trump people? Antifa, right? Yeah. Anything. It was all Trump people. I know. Of course. Oh, I know. Anything. It was. And it was very. uh, It was done in a way that was uh, very uh, uh, specific in terms of where they could go. So it was all Trump supporters. That's it. That's the final line. Any, I, any anything different? They're fucking nuts. I'm I'm not. I'm having a hard time remembering the name of the other group. But these uh, the like white the white supremacist groups. I I just I, I just dude. I just want to get. I just want to be near one of them. Not too close because I know they're insane and they have guns <laughs> and stuff. But I want to be like yo. Who came up with the term proud boys and yeah. who has whose mommy issues like were was, so bad? How is that, that not you a, to be a proud boy? How is it not a gay group of guys? <laughs> that, well, that's what happened after they like came out like the proud boys. A lot of like gay men would post pictures like of them kissing their their boyfriend or whatever. and was like, yeah, we're the proud boys. And it started like trending. Because yeah. that like infuriated the the supremacist yeah. groups more. Oh, I love but it. You put the yeah, there and it's like, first of all, I don't want any of those guys to breathe on because their dental insurance is probably oh. not all that meth breath. Uh, it's funny to have Trump <laughs> lives in a gold plated lifestyle and to have these toothless morons backing him up. So <laughs> right, that's better. Well, so, that's the irony of it. Is where the movement and the uh, save the steel argument is going. So save you, the steel, such you, a, such horrible grammar. Save, save, save the steel. Uh, so you want us to? You want the steel to happen? You want us to save it? Save yeah. the steel means like help the steel. Yeah. You stupid yeah. fox. That is what it means. The only thing. That's okay, sure. Let's do it. Um, but what was the uh, the other name? Proud Boys, and then like Sons uh, of Anarchy or something. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and the Niners. Yeah, believe me, I had to get training on it because there were a couple uh, uh, reservists who were in the government at that time, and the government wide, just because like three or four guys, you know, had uh, were in on the uh, attack. Second time the capital has been attacked since 1814, by the way. Yeah, you're right. War of 1812. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had to get training on it. So. So wait, that, what is it? It's the Proud Boys and the and the what else? It was like OAN and. Uh, oh, I think. Wasn't news. it like Sons OAN of. OAN News. Yeah, yeah. Sons of Liberty or, or like Sons, yeah. sons of. I, I'm drawing because uh, I love one of these people brothers of they, destruction or, or the legion of I doom call, or the heart I, foundation masters of the universe i just call them trump's fat militia andre and haku was haku from fiji yes that was his gimmick yeah bad the, bad mf in the locker room apparently we yeah, what, 
fun. I can I can wear tactical pants and I can go in. Is <laughs> actually they did uh, have a concerted attack uh, to get into the Capitol. They knew what they were doing. So right, yeah, go. somebody helped them. They you went on I, tours the day before. You yeah. know what I don't understand, and I really don't understand. Maybe you can explain, Bob. But like that's an attack against the country. That's considered treason or an act of terrorism, whatever that is. You're you're breaking and entering in the, the capital of the United States. Why weren't they shot? Even if they were unarmed, why didn't the cops just shoot them? Was it because of the cl- the culture of like the George Floyd thing? They now just want to shoot unarmed people. Like why why didn't the cops shoot them? Well, you can't just shoot somebody that's coming in. You know, even though they're breaking in and they're smashing windows and they're coming in, you just can't shoot them like that. that that's not you can't. That's, no, but what I would like to see next time is uh, maybe we put a couple 50 cal uh, weapons uh, on the uh, deck of the Capitol. And uh, then we can just start, like, you don't only shoot people when you hit them with a 50 cal. It blows body parts off. So it's more of of a deterrent to the other people. Like, you see the guy in front of you getting his legs shot off. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a deterrent. I I don't want to do this anymore. No. I no, just can't okay. believe we don't have like a barn door protocol where like the place just locks down and like doors just come out of nowhere and just ching, 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 and just no. you know make the place like this bulletproof yeah. bomb shelter. You would think, but they don't that's have a, that. I know that's the a movies. Good point. The movies mislead us quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was expecting it to be like so much better. <laughs> right, I was expecting to be prepared for like a, the zombie apocalypse, like the last. Bastion of governments operating because there's like just hits a button and it's like six feet st- solid steel doors, just nothing but red light. No, and you had the <laughs> vice president of the United States running for his life because they had a noose outside for him. Trump wanted Trump, his supporters wanted to hang Mike Pence, and I can't believe that Mike Pence, uh, he's come out and said some things, but I want him to write a book, uh, to just oh, like, yeah. Just like, you know, like my four years with Trump. It'll be like, you know, my time with my ex-wife, you know? It'll be, the it'll, same it'll, it'll be brutal, but it won't be as brutal as it can be because that guy's such a, you know, righteous man. He won't he won't no. bash unless he has yeah. like some sort of awakening. Oh, unless mother signs off on it. <laughs> right. Um, he wouldn't. The Proud Boys and uh, but anyway, I just want to be like, guys, you're you're like dressing up in matching outfits. You have like a name, like a group name, like the Avenger. Like this is like grow the fuck up. Yeah, they look like me right now, like with my with my cool cargo pants, my right. tech, everything. And you know is what? That I the bulletproof vest and shit. You know what I do? Like, I work on contract fraud. So. <laughs> You know, I have no business wearing these pants. It's because I'm fucking lazy. <laughs> Contract fraud. Uh, yeah, there was it, a group it's just called, pathetic. It is yeah. pathetic. There was a group called, uh, what was it? Patriot Front. They were the ones in Philadelphia last weekend. Oh, yeah, that that walked out uh, d- right down in Center City. Uh, yeah, yeah. They marched down with, like, <laughs> uniforms on. but yeah. And it's funny because the cops, like, stopped them and asked them, you know, investigated them, and they were all black cops, and uh, the, the the guys were just, like, standing there. Like, they weren't so, like, proud then, you know? Once, no, like, law enforcement shows up. Yeah, and it's just like a, it's like a boys club for people who were picked last in high school for dodgeball. Exactly, right. dude. It's, like, guys who just, like, 
no one in their like regular group of friends like will listen to them anymore. Uh, but yeah. these like brain dead people at the bar, like I just like I, I'm True. always like confused as to how they all uh, group together. But it's it's not like it's not that confusing. Like there's just a huge problem with yeah. like education and like organize or order. Like it's all, you know what it is? Yeah. It's like that building down in Miami, man. It's like we just kept ignoring it for yeah. so long because, eh, it's fine today. All right, cool. Oh, it's fine today. All right, cool. In the middle of the night, it's all just going to come slamming down until it swims up and bites yeah. you. Exactly. <laughs> it swims up and bites you in the ass. <laughs> well, it swims up. I'm, I'm familiar with the fact that you're going to ignore this problem until it swims up and bites you in the dick. <laughs> yeah. It, that, and that's what it is. Like it's it's almost like uh, the people who are Trump supporters that are that like heavily involved in that like want a Trump autocracy. It it's people that were, you know, n- probably cast aside by the regular, you know, settings of society, and they found something that they can latch onto and really get involved in because they have nothing else. Right. Yeah. And all they really they, did was they. they sit- their mom's and dad's house and jerk off into a ceiling fan right and and they're cast aside by their own doing you know they can't blame like oh i grew up in poverty they set themselves aside they're like it's a black president he doesn't like me my everything's gonna change now i'm gonna lose all my stuff for being white oh it's all over it's all over oh man this this rich white guy's gonna save us even though we're the type of people he despises Right, we're the type of people he's going to take advantage of. He called, Trump calls him the great unwashed. He calls that his own supporters the great unwashed, which I can understand because, you know, I've been up to the post. The great unwashed. Great unwashed. unwashed. But uh, uh, it's unbelievable. Like, these, these people don't understand he doesn't give a shit about you. He only gives a shit about himself. And that's it. And you are literally following nothing you're following you just want autocracy you just that's all you want and if the shoe is on the other foot it's unbelievable the republicans have no agenda all they have is to gain power at this point and to try to own the libs get on fox news get your sound bite oh, fox news yeah. is a machine it's self-perpetuating it's unbelievable and it is, man. who watches fox news I hope you understand that. If you don't, you're a fucking moron. I'm sorry. Which yeah, brings us to are. our next segment, which is called Bob's Facebook Fights. Bob, is there anything that you can, any kind of uh, news you can bring to us this week about maybe some interactions on social media platforms? Oh, I got into a good one. Uh, and, you know, uh, you solve all the world's problems on Facebook. Yeah, so well, of course. I was glad to do that today to a few people. It's just the same thing. Like, it's like they're totally brainwashed with all this crap. Like, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, garbage. Yeah. It's, and it's just as bad on the other side, too, a little bit, with Rachel Maddow and all that crap. You know, yeah. they're, they're caricatures of their party, right. I believe in. So they're not really – they're only pushing their own agenda in terms of getting viewership. So right. if you look at them and – like agree it's fine to agree with their opinions but you need to have a more 
a bigger view of everything else. And that's where the damage is being done, I think, because the Republican Party has no leadership at this point. It's Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, and that's what these people rely on. Right. And you're always going to have God. You're always going to have people like that. And there's always going to have to be a news source, you know, for the Republicans and the Democrats. It's always been Fox News. It's always been MSNBC. And for years, it was just, you know, they give you sound bites and that base tunes into it. But yeah, you're right. In the past four or five years, it's turned into them like the tail wagging the dog, where it's like what they say is becoming like what you as a politician should do. And it's like, when did that happen? Yeah, and you have people like Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene who oh um, my god like stars there. These people have done nothing to government. They've done nothing except no. own the libs. So if that's <laughs> what you're looking for, uh, you don't have a platform anymore. Yeah, they're not um, doing anything good. It's not like, it's oh, like, they passed this legislation that helped this people or solved this. It's like they're not doing anything but I just voting against that, stuff. I just hope that anti-vaxxers you know they're dumb and anti-vaxxing is going to naturally select them to just maybe not be a part of it anymore yeah it's <laughs> it's starting to look that way it's like the, the only people really getting sick the majority are any or people that don't get back it's like and yeah you, louis ck said maybe well, if you're allergic to peanuts you're not supposed to be here anyway <laughs> But I'm a big old fat diabetic Republican. Still holds up. Like, look, if if it's like, I'm not getting vaccinated. I'm not getting vaccinated. If if it's like April or May, and you're still, if it's April and you're still on the fence about it, okay, maybe you don't know as many people that got it, and you're worried about it. Uh, Not my argument, but fine. But like pushing towards August, and you're still like not doing it. Come on. Like, who is ringing in your ear that's telling you this is a bad idea? Like, TikTok? Dude, like, where's the source? These Dude. are people that, like, yeah, first of all, they probably get those fake newspapers, you know, the, the Inquirer. Uh, or, you know, news. The, the one with Bat Boy on the cover. <laughs> I just think <laughs> and, then, that. and then Fox News, who, you know, CNN and MSNBC, they, like, exaggerate, and they kind of, like, lean into one side but fox news what they do is so like uh it's so dark what that tucker carlson piece of garbage does the things that he the questions he asks are completely ridiculous but he asks them as if they're like immediate importance of of life or death right now and these dumb hicks that see it on tv they take it seriously and they go and storm the Capitol. well that's Uh, what it is it's these white guys, these horny white guys who, like, where the hell's the blonde girl with the skirt? You know? <laughs> but you guys are so right, you know, too. They, like, don't even notice that. They don't, like, pick up on how, like, you're a viewer. We don't care about, like, we just care about your viewership. Yeah, we don't care about you. But what you said is true, though. It's like the, they, they phrase things to where it's, like, important. I saw something the other day. Somebody shared it. It was ridiculous. I don't think it was Tucker Carlson, but it was, like, one of those guys. And it was Fox News, and they shared a clip of a woman talking about how, like, after she got vaccinated, it like, made her sick, and she was crying. And the reporter was asking her questions as if to basically phrase it like, so this really is a terrible thing, and you feel like you're going to die from it because millions of people are watching, and they're thinking, 
yeah, there's no way I'm getting that. I saw that, you know? How about um, the woman, uh, uh, the sick thing, I, I this friend, this person I know from high school who I was friends with, I like recently bumped back into her on Facebook somehow. And so I was like, oh, okay, she's doing great. That's nice. And then all of a sudden she posts this video after she got her vaccine and she's like, what the fuck? Where was the warning about feeling like shit after the second shot? No what? one said anything about that. Uh, this is disgusting. Oh if I have to feel like this for any longer, I might as well get COVID. I was like, that's all anyone said when the vaccine came out. The second shot might make you feel sick, you dumb bitch. That's all you've heard. Uh, un unfriended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Unfriended, bitch. That's all you heard, too. It was always the second, like, the warning was like, hey, you might not feel well, but right. you yeah, never argued like that because shot. you're like, it's worth it. It's worth not getting killed over by catching yeah. COVID. So, yeah, I can feel like shit for a day. If they had any yeah, brain in their head, they would know. Make, yeah, feeling sick means it's working, you dummy. Dumb, dumb, dumb. See, I didn't get sick at all. It's better than not having long-standing lung damage. Yeah, or death. Which I do a good job anyway of just having cheeseburgers when I, whenever I went to one of them. Carl Jr. I'd rather get that from Five Guys than from Coke. I'd rather stop at the Roy Rogers rest stop going down to the Jersey Shore on Route 202 and eating four. Take a big diabetic piss and then get me Give me my soda and my cheeseburgers and fries. Oh my gosh. A di classic. diabetic piss. A di <laughs> What's a diabetic piss? Like when it's yellow? It's like super. Yeah, no, it's, just like a, it's just like a big one where you just. Like, it's, <laughs> it's not like a. It's like. Piss. It's gold. <laughs> the gold. I, I did that the other day. I had a big yellow one. I was like, oh man, I am either dehydrated or I am unhealthy. Yeah. yeah, sometimes they sneak up on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is funny when you see. That. I mean, it's not funny. It's sad. Do you think? Uh, annoying, but... Do you think Tucker Carlson is the way he is because his name's Tucker, and there's no way people didn't call him <laughs> Fucker Carlson on the playground? And it has, has to like, be. Uh, he's like, I think he's not. I don't think he's short, but he has like a, a you know, he has like oh, a no. micro man complex. He, he is. <clears throat> he's not a big dude. I uh, met, like little 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 lollipop sucker. I, I wasn't. Yeah, he's a cute little lollipop guy. He's the lollipop girl. Do you know the muffin man? The lollipop girl. The lollipop girl. And the motherfucker oh, yeah. used to wear a bow tie. On on. Here's my one thing. Really? Take your vitamins, and never trust a man with a bow tie. No. You don't. Yeah, unless you're doing a skit. Or a wedding, like there's no need for the bow tie. No, because you a bow like tie, a pervert. southern preacher or a southern lawyer, and you don't trust any of them. What Dude, about the I, other ties? I think the bow ties. I think anyone wearing a bow tie just makes me think of Pee Wee. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the Alamo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about the tassels? You know how in like movies in the Wild West or the South? Oh, what are you, an oil tycoon? Yeah, what is that? Is that trustworthy, Bob? Like, do people wear those? <laughs> it's the only people that should be able to wear those. Those guys that have like a pool yeah. of oil in their backyard. <laughs> and their yeah. names are like have... Maverick Montgomery or something. And they're just like, yeah. this good land is going to look good. Wears boots in the shower. You have fucking money. <laughs> That's the only time you can wear a bow tie when it doesn't matter. He's right. not that. And he will never be there because he just shills bullshit daily 
uh, on his little program. So, and that's all he does. And that's all he's going to be remembered for. And you yeah. would, you know, if I was him, like when I am on my deathbed, like what I want to be remembered by, I'd rather be poor and be a good person than be rich and be him. Totally. And imagine yeah, totally. if he weren't like, that's why he is the way he is. You know, imagine if he, he weren't a, a, a personality, a media personality, and he just worked in like insurance in the cube next to you. And he came in one day and they're like, this is your new cube mate. His name's Tucker. And he was making that face he does. And he was like, look like he did. Like, you, of course you would make fun of him. You know, like this is his one chance to like be something, you know, by just spewing bullshit. He looks like a confused dog when, uh, <laughs> when I like go to like uh, somebody and like he's just like got that face like the. Yes, yes. And that's his thing. Like he's like, I'm so astonished by the things that Kamala Harris is suggesting. <laughs> is she True. is she killing people at the border? Oh uh, man, I would punch him square in the nose and upper teeth at the same oh, in God. one punch, like a hammer punch. Yeah, if like, I could, <sighs> like a shiny <sighs> chi. If I could have five minutes alone with him and like not go to jail or in trouble or anything, I'd I'd probably go at him pretty hard. Yeah, I picture like uh, uh in kindergarten <laughs> when he's talking to Arnold after uh, he slugged, uh, he beat the hell out of that uh, that that child beater guy yeah crisp leaves the office she's like (laughs) oh yeah yeah the guy the guy in the car Uh, zach's hand hit that (laughs) son of a bitch (laughs) oh do you like a good impression what did you hear that son of a bitch felt great son of a bitch he goes home and first of all he has sex with his wife with his pajamas still on and he probably wears a full suit of pajamas and just pulls his dick out through the oh, hole. Oh yeah, he has their feety pajamas, the foot the foot, yeah. the feet like covers. I'd like to put my penis through this little hole here. <laughs> <laughs> through this little hole and then he makes the face when he's coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Classy ring. And then the other guy son of a bitch. The other guy whose whose chin and head and neck just go into his <laughs> there's there's no He's just like a thumb head. He's like Jabba the Hutt. What are you talking right. about? Like Jabba. No, Bob, you have a chin. His chin just goes, it goes neck, it goes chin to chest. One solid Yeah, it's one sloop. It's like the double black diamond skiing. It just goes right down. No, Bob, you're a good looking man. You're, this is, I don't uh, even know who that is, but I know who you're talking uh, about. Sean Hannity. Yeah. Hannity. That's, that's yeah. the guy who's just like a head you're into chest. A thumb with uh, <laughs> Sean Hannity <laughs> is the Sean Hannity is the saltwater taffy you bought down the shore that you forgot about and left. You know the the back part of the not the back seat but the back seat window like that little area yeah, up there horrible behind. That, 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 yeah, he got tossed back there and melted, and then winter came, and then you found it as it like re you know crystallized. That's yeah. Sean Hannity. You're like, oh, it was something at one point, but now it's gelatinous. No, it's just not so really a shape. We were at the podcast while trying to draw in our more conservative viewership. Which, uh, the Braves, who uh, you can all relate, that uh, ruined our childhoods. Oh, every night. The mid-90s. You know, with their pitching, Maddox, Smoltz, 
Yeah, I almost hated them as much as the Cowboys because of yeah. how good good they were. Tom Glavin. I kind of respect them now, though. You know, I because they're kind of in the same boat as the Phillies, where like, you know, the Phillies don't have a great bullpen. Uh, we the we have like one or two good starting pitchers, and that's it. And after that, right? Then, hey guys, it's a home run derby. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hopefully, we can have score fifteen runs. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys. Hopefully that $300 million that we paid Bryce Harper is going to pay off here. <laughs> do you guys follow the Phillies on like social media, like Facebook or anything like that? Yeah, I do. Uh, do you notice how they'll change their profile picture? and Or they did for like, uh, they did like two months ago or something. To like a black, yeah, they did Pride and then all these people got mad. Of course, they were like, this is yeah. not what baseball's about. And then they changed it to a a black one people got mad so they kept changing it like every day and i think whoever was doing social media was doing it just to piss people off and i was like good for well, you it was probably some poor intern who you know was of going course because we all go to college and in college you live in a little bubble and i remember coming out of college and like <laughs> you're living in the real world sort of but yeah. you're not really living in the real world and it's all this uh these social issues that take up your time to a certain extent and you're meeting people there who haven't gone out in the real world yet. And it's, uh, it's interesting. Um, you, you know, know it's, it's like, it's like, yo, we just want the gay people's money too. That's all. That's <laughs> all we're doing. Yeah. Let us do it hey. for this month. And then we'll go right back to whatever childish thing that you can't get over. Like when people flipped out about them renaming a ship in star Wars. Yeah. Like really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know what? Following the Philadelphia media so on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram is not going to affect the way I watch the game. And if you have a problem with of that, not. don't follow them. You know, right? That that was that was that was my whole point. It was like dude, people were so offended, and the Phillies just kept changing the logo, like like a teenage girl changes her profile picture. It was hilarious. Like every day there was like a new one. I'm like what company like does this? And uh, clearly they were like listening to the comments, but it was, it, the comments are ridiculous yeah. by the way. Like who did, really you're offended at the rainbow Phillies logo that, that oh, keeps you like, up at night. It's like some big 60 year old fat Italian guy, South Philly Sal, you know, yeah. who's going to comment on that stuff. You know, I, I come, you know, I come to this and, uh, you know, all I get is all this gay pride and uh, all this other <laughs> stuff. I don't know why I took like So I says to the guy, I says to him, I says to him, I says to the guy, I says to him, I says, I says to the guy. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, I'm not trying to be ignorant, uh, but it just doesn't go. The colors, <laughs> the scheme, it's just not matching. It doesn't, it looks ugly. Ooh. Uh, they're, they're the oh, same people that. It is ruined, sorry. All, all that, like, I am totally for, like, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter stuff, you know, all yeah. that stuff, the worthy cause, the, the gay pride, all that stuff, like, let these people live their lives and let them have at it. You know, it's, it's yeah, fine. It's not like a negative right. thing. It's not like, supposed to be negative. No, exactly. No, not but at all. Also too, also too, I tune into baseball to watch baseball. I don't care about your social uh, agenda. So while I'm with you on the social agenda, but, Bob, it's not even a social agenda. It's a financial agenda. You know what I mean? Like they don't want any group yeah. mad at them. So they have yeah. to dole out right. images that like, oh, we support you as long as you support us. Well, it's like the, 
the Eagles put out like something, you know, remember George Floyd and all that stuff. And that was, that was absolutely horrible. And what happened to him uh, should never happen. But, you know, and I see like on the Eagles media, like people I grew up with and dads who I, you know, coach me in little league baseball, you know, one dad said, you know, George Floyd, you know, clean since, uh, you know, whenever the day he died, you know, he's, he's been clean since then. You know, so, it's, yeah. it's not, it's not, that's not the, the forum for it. And that's what it brings on to understand where they're going with it. They don't want to be, you know, on the outside of all that stuff, but yeah, watch football and we're here to watch baseball. I don't give a shit about a social agenda. I will go to other uh, avenues on Twitter and Facebook. If I want to do that. I agree with you. That's how, that's how it should be. And the same people that are complaining are the same people that are saying, Oh, why make it gay? Just let them play ball. It's like, you're also the same people that when Jackie Robinson just wanted to play ball, you were say, calling him the N-word and saying, get off the field. Like, yeah. There's a time and a place for everything, and sports is not the place you know, for social issues to, um, to be refuting them, I'm saying. I mean, there's not any place for that, but it's just funny that people use the platforms they do to get like their bullshit across. Yeah, and then people get angry about it, too. Those guys that say, like... <clears throat> You know, George Floyd sober since, you know, the day he died. Uh, it's like, hey, why don't we look at your Google history for the for the last 24 hours? <laughs> yeah. That's it. Just the last one day. Let's see how yeah. clean clean you are. Let, let's see how clean. Let's take a look at those cookies. <laughs> you know what's you know what's JavaScript. <laughs> look at the cookies. HTML. You know what's what's so dumb about those comments too? The ones that are like well, he had all this like all these drugs in his system, and he hit a woman once. You know what? He he he's probably done a lot of shitty things. We all have. Um, I I've done a lot of shitty things in my life. I also don't deserve to get killed for using yeah. a fake twenty dollar bill. So like it's, that's the bottom line. It's like yeah. so irrelevant. It's like what if he was a guy who didn't have that history, and his head was still being or his neck was still being leaned on by a knee. Like right. he didn't know he was unless the cop like knew. But even then. You knew, you know, when all your weight is on is centered on like one limb, and you're just leaning on that one limb. Like, there's no way you don't know. There's I no way you don't know. I, I back in my uh, training and uh, oh, pepper spray. Go through the handbook now. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, that uh, putting my uh, knee on somebody's neck. Uh, for 20 minutes is uh, going to do anything. Uh, <laughs> Somehow that wasn't uh, in the manual, section 288F. No, wasn't, uh, it's, advised. it's it's funny though. Yeah, it's it's crazy with the stuff. That's why I don't really uh, go on social media anymore. Like I'll tweet stuff and like look at people only I want to see, like friends and follows. But I don't I don't ever engage. You know, there's just too much crap. I like it just to, doesn't solve anything. I can't help myself sometimes though when I see like stupid here. to address it. Oh and yeah, no, no. Sometimes you have to. For the most part, my media is like I'll throw something out w- with an article that yeah. I am going towards a very small portion of people who follow me, and I don't give a shit about likes or stuff. I just want to put it out there because. It makes me feel better about that. Uh, and I'm not going to do it in a hateful way or anything like that, no. but I just want I just want to put it out there. And then I know there's people who think the other way who are seeing that and mm. 
know what? Maybe it'll make them. It'll be a cause for pause. Well, and you do, and you, it works. Like we need more, you know, people like you that are that know their shit and are smart and are like posting stuff like that. Like I, I, I you know, I, everything you say, I, I happen to agree with, and I'm like, oh yeah, we like to see more of this. It's like the the articles you see that are from like, you know. World Fox News Live Z dot YA or something. You're like, what? What site is this? And it's like some article, and you're like, well, that that solves it. That says it all right there. This yeah. blog clears it all up. Redstate.com. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, like I'll be on Twitter, and uh, you know, I'll see something cool, and I'll open it up, and I'll look at how fucking stupid and rude and entitled and ignorant the first like three or four comments are and then i'm like why the fuck am i on this thing and i get out of there it always ends it always ends in anger on twitter and that's why i get all frustration you feel dirty like i know i'm like this place is a cesspool yeah you subscribe to it for like you know even if it was like 30 seconds like you just subscribe to that and it was like you feel dirty and i do the same thing yeah I yeah, you feel dirty. You want to take a shower. It's like, but you know, yeah. Then you realize, no, I don't want to see that anymore. Yeah, I'd rather go watch Gettysburg. The bonus features. Yeah, or the the uh, you know the A and E uh, special, the very well done you know behind the scenes on Jaws. You know how they made the movie. I just watched that due to your recommendation, and it it, it blew me away. What? Uh, Bob recommended the A and E. Uh, it was on A and E. What was it called, Bob? The Making of Jaws. Yeah, the Making of Jaws, or something like that. It was how they. It was all the behind the scenes stuff, all the shit that they ran into, and how Steven Spielberg was 27 years old making that movie, and it was literally like it was going to ruin his career if this movie did not get made. He like didn't even have a career yet. That was like his first no, thing. That, yeah. And yeah. He was like, oh my god. And then he was like, but wait, what if it's a success? How the hell am I going to do anything better? And then he did like exactly. ET. It was like, yeah. And not only a success, but yeah. it was the first blockbuster. Like it changed the game. It invented the term blockbuster. Well, and it's it's cool to see like how they had so many problems with the shark that they had to rewrite the script to to work it around the mechanical shark. And it made the movie better because you fear the shark, like the whole thing. Like in the beginning, you don't even see the shark and really until they're out on the boat, you know, with, with Quint. Yeah. Yeah. And they were talking about pieces of it. You see the P yeah. And they ran out of money. They were, or they were over budget and it was universal. By four times over budget. And this was the first time director on a major motion picture for one of the biggest studios running over budget with all these problems. It's like, Think about the stress doing that. It's like, this is my only chance. and Everything's getting screwed up. Because nobody thought that movie would do well. Or at least a lot of people didn't think it would do well. Yeah, Richard Dreyfuss saw the script and basically said, I'm too lazy to do this. I'm not going to shoot this out in the waters off of Cape Cod. uh, Do any of that shit. And then he went, it's a scriptarious, scriptarious. It's a great script once that money came in from royalties. I was in Jaws. I don't need the shit, damn it. (laughs) Star Wars interview. <laughs> I was in Jaws. It's a carcarious. It's a great white. <laughs> you know. You know what I noticed? I watched all the Jaws again. This, except for Jaws: The Revenge, this weekend. Brody, uh, Chief Brody, never uses the police lights in his car. He always just beeps the horn. 
And I think wow. it's because they weren't real lights because it was like running oh. tight on budget. They couldn't like get a cop car. So oh. I think if you look, they're just like fake lights. But it works. Like it makes it work. Yeah, they weren't even hooked up. But he he's like a such like a he's the character that you like and he's kind of unassuming and just kind of going along with it. And that's why you need somebody like uh, Robert Shaw to be Quinn. You know, hey, chief, you brought your rubbers. <laughs> Try this, chief. Made it myself. Pretty good stuff. Don't drink that. Don't drink that. <laughs> See, I just want to know what that is, because wouldn't that be a cool shot to serve in a bar like the Quint specially? Like yeah. it's called the Boston Crab. Like, what is that? What was that? Was that moonshine? Yes. And it probably kills you. It, it probably just like you die. Makes you, you go blind immediately. Lie, yeah, you lose yeah. eyesight in at least one eye. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> pretty good stuff Maybe so here's a uh here, here's a tweet here's like an example of what i was saying uh this guy uh he's like this like youtuber blogger um comic book guy uh it's a picture of him and his wife i guess in the movie theater seated in a movie theater for hashtag black widow the first comment why is why is the guy behind you looks like a mannequin <laughs> Taken completely in context. I am here at the premiere of Black Widow. What, get ready, ready to talk about this amazing film that nobody has seen yet. Yeah. Uh, why are you wearing red? That's the same color as. Uh, okay. Yep. That's what I. That's mission accomplished. To be honest, the guy behind him is kind of freakishly weird looking, like a mannequin like. <laughs> <laughs> is well, like, he mannequin like though? Dude, he's like this. <laughs> the, the lighting's really bad. Sorry. The thing I like about Twitter, though, is it lets it it, it lets me directly connect with. Uh... <laughs> That's what he looks like. <laughs> Sorry about. Go ahead. No, what I what I like. <laughs> oh boy, That's funny. Yeah. Myself here. What I like about Twitter is it lets me direct, and the only thing I use Twitter for is to basically follow. Uh, I mean, these people would need a restraining order against me, basically, in real life. Uh, yeah, it's good for it's, that. It, I, w I follow, like, NFL players, MLB players, and NASCAR guys. Um, and, like, the other day, like, I saw, like, there's this one uh, NASCAR driver, Ross Chastain, who his family owns, like, a watermelon farm in northern Florida. So they, they grow watermelons, and they're very good at it, and they made a good deal about it and it helped him it helped propel his nascar career you know money wise oh, and now wow. he's in a decent <laughs> ride now and running on watermelons yeah so like there are awesome. these people there are these people who uh robbed uh <clears throat> they were at a stop and rob uh gas station and they put watermelons on their head so like i tweeted ross chastain who i have no business talking to i have no business even being in the same sphere as him and i Tweeted him, you know, hey, Ross, uh, we want to know your whereabouts uh, the previous evening. The local police are looking for you because these people have watermelons on them. Oh, that's good. That is funny. He tweeted me back and he said, you know, that's freaking hilarious. Oh, uh, no way. You yeah. would never get that from anybody else. Like, No, that's cool. And for me as a NASCAR fan to have like the driver who, you know, he's like half my age, you know, but it still like gets my jollies off. So, yeah, that is cool. You know, and, and I you watched, feel like a million bucks. Yeah, You're like engaging. Cool. Yeah, and he's cool enough to do that too. So, you know, that's that's a part of it. Like, you know, I don't like being on there, and you know, I never try to go on to anything and tear somebody down. 
So that's yeah. where social media is so prolific with that. So yeah, it is. No, that is that is a cool story though. It always feel like a million bucks if like yeah. somebody famous you follow like likes it or follow you know, you're like, Oh yeah, this is cool. I forgot. Yeah. Like you can see this. It's not like yeah. responded back to me. He doesn't have to do that. He's got enough shit on his plate, you know. Who is pretty cool? Uh, Bob Coons uh, from Georgia, you know, and it's a stupid picture of me sitting in front of uh, Dale Jr.'s pit box. So, yeah, but you know uh, what? I, I bet you they get so much bullshit negativity that if you catch oh, yeah. them with just something positive, they're going to pr- appreciate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're right. That's John. a good point. Yeah. I yeah, if they happen it, to see it, and, the, and it's, like, it's like there's positive. just so much negativity that you can stand out simply by just being nice. I think Bob should create Twitter accounts for famous NASCAR drivers that have passed away as if they were alive during the Twitter, like and, Twitter and, age, like uh, Tim Richmond if he had Twitter. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tim like Richmond. can't talk, having sex tonight. But yeah. Okay, bye. Under last night, and uh, you know I banged like three, <laughs> and I might. I think I might have AIDS, but uh, <laughs> sure. So I'm just going. No, that's t- oh, no. that's the kind of crap that we need to get out of social media. So yeah, it's funny though. No, it's it, no, it's not. That was a cheap shell. Uh, that was uh, you know, I'm a circus monkey. Have you no guys way. seen any uh, good documentaries like recently, like newer newer documentaries or older? I guess I saw this this one called The Pharmacist. What's it about? What's what's it about, dude? It's about like the biggest fucking pill mill in New Orleans, where like you know the overdose opiate capital of this country is. Uh, oh, right next yeah. to down, right down here in South Florida. Got <laughs> <laughs> the pill mill, and it's this pharmacist who notices like these kids bringing in, and and like an an, an insane amount of people bringing in prescriptions for like oxycodone and and you know vicodin and all that shit and he starts looking into it and that's after his son dies over like a drug deal for this shit yeah it's pretty good it's a four-part episode and it's all about this dad this pharmacist guy who's just trying to like clean up this yeah fucking where can we find uh netflix I believe Netflix, but I'll double check. I'll I'll watch that. I I'm yeah, due for I'll a good documentary. It. I I haven't. Dude, you should see this guy's. This guy's trying to get the FBI involved, and the FBI's like stalling. So he just like does. He oh. like takes it upon himself, dude. Like it's almost like a movie where he is like tired of waiting and yeah. for like government sectors to like you know whatever clear red tape or whatever. And he finds out like this one source, this main source in New Orleans, this fucked up doctor. Oh, it's always the fucked up doctor um, that you just go in and be like, "My ear hurts," and they're like, "Here's thirty pills of hydro of, of fentanyl for you." Yeah, and and I don't want you to take those orally. I want you to uh, break them up and snort them. Right. <laughs> and if you can't do that, just melt them down and shoot it. Yeah. If you need help learning how to break them down, there's this Wu Tang album, and Method Man <laughs> describes how to do it in the opening of a third song. Uh, it's on Netflix, and uh, it's on Netflix. What's it called, John? The, ph- the Pharmacist. And uh, the Pharmacist. It's it, it, you know, 
him finding the the source and finding like this this pill mill is like just the beginning of it not really oh, wow. the beginning that of it but really like interesting. it gets real it, it just gets it's you know what it is uh, you know what I've I've learned about documentaries if they don't wrap it up like a bow at the end like you basically have to in a movie it, it's it's more intriguing it's more realistic you know that's like the difference between movies and like real life like movies have to all make sense and tie up and end and wrap up at the end yeah. sometimes documentaries are kind of just like so we'll see yeah, like we'll see what happens. It's up to you. Yeah. It's kind of like saying yeah. it's up to you to decide what happens. Right. And yeah. Yeah. Leaves you is, with kind of like feeling. And I'm sorry to shill this out here because I know uh, uh, it's like right on par with uh, with, with me. Uh, but Shit. there is there is a great documentary on Netflix uh, about the Space Shuttle Challenger, and it goes into. Yeah. Uh, I, I may have mentioned this before. It came out uh, last September, uh, but it makes isn't everyone's concept of like the last two to three years like a little off. It's like oh, oh yeah, hundred percent. When did that? Isn't it weird? It yeah. is weird. It's like you lost a year. Yeah. Sorry. Well, about I've lo I've lost many years, uh, but uh, that's a whole other story. <laughs> uh, but it, it what's will it make called? It's called Challenger, the Untold Story on Netflix, and it is it's a four part documentary and it's so well done. Um, it, it will make you angry because of what the uh, the the management at NASA did to fly that day when they didn't have to um, and basically killed all those people. Yeah, I, I watched that, I, Bob. I, I was I, just going to say, I think I watched this, too, Bob. Yeah, so it was like they were all kind of like so unsure and they were like, yeah, just go. Yeah, pretty Some much. people were like, ah, but I don't know. Yeah. Actually, what, no, they should. Yeah. What gets me the most, too, is that you have Chris McAuliffe on there, who is a, you know, a citizen, uh, just a regular citizen, not an astronaut, who doesn't understand uh, the all the technical stuff involved and she got laid on in the crew and i think the only person who pulled her aside and talked to her was the commander dick scobie and said hey this is still an experimental experimental aircraft uh we could die doing this um it's it's very dangerous but everybody at nasa was telling her hey this is like a commercial airline you're just getting on a plane you're, you're gonna be fine oh right the woman who like yeah the teacher who uh right that's like what it was about. That's like what the yeah. documentary's main like plot. It's, it, right, it's, I did see it, that. It was not, awesome. Yeah, it's not the main focus, but it goes into the uh, basically NASA was flying on a waiver. So. Right. Oh my god! What yeah. about uh, what about you, Clark? Uh, I, yeah, I did see that one. It was just what you said. Uh, you really kind of walk away angry. I don't remember the last documentary i watched i think it was the last blockbuster it was probably the last one. Oh, i've, I've that's on netflix too oh yeah my god i don't know if i finished that because i started getting sad like it is sad all the effort that they do in the morning and at night for like seven customers throughout the day they they treat it like it's still at the height of blockbusters where they like rewind not rewind but they like collect the return tapes and like show new releases, get like cardboard cutouts. Yeah, they have like ah, uh, yeah. I I did enjoy it a lot. It was um, it does make you 
like on one hand you you do think have you seen it bob the last blockbuster no i haven't but i definitely want to watch it yeah it is it is just what you're thinking it is it's like the only blockbuster store left open and uh and one side in one hand it makes you look like miss that kind of thing like oh it was so cool it was an event you could take your girlfriend and get a I movie. know, i do yeah and then on the other hand you're like well would you really want to do that like i probably want to go there once to be like hey let's do it but with streaming right now and everything, I would probably lose interest in the movie before I got home because of like ADHD. I'd be like, "Well, I don't want to watch this," yeah. but it, ma- but it makes time- you like miss this. See, like days. with kids, like with kids, uh, for me with kids, you're you're playing chess with time, and going a trip to the video mm-hmm. store is a time suck. So yeah. it's like uh-huh. it's like you're looking for things to just like do so you're not just standing there in back you know and your back's in pain. You want to be like That's moving. A good point. So like I wish that we had a thing to go like rent movies at like to actually go and pick it out or maybe just go there and buy like you know snacks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah the snacks were big. It, it's part of the whole buildup with kids. Like with kids like Yeah, yeah that's right. Movie, it's like a buildup with it that you need to like hammer down time with right, them. right. So, that stuff. that's so right you do need to build it up yeah and, so and it's like I, that's why my parents took me there because you know it would kill it was an event and little annoying bobby isn't uh going to <laughs> as much you know once we put the movie in then after the movie it's like oh look it's bedtime right oh, exactly it's dark person. outside that was the trick yeah that's why do you, do you remember? Do you guys remember going to Blockbuster or even like West Coast Video as a kid, and spending like an hour picking out a Nintendo game because that like renting a Nintendo game was such a big deal. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, it was major deal. That was like you would pick like three or four and then narrow it down over fierce debate. Yeah, the the debate was like thirty minutes, and the second you got in the car, you're like, I I should have got the other one. <laughs> this is not what I wanted, and you had to wait like three days. Why'd we get the hockey game? <laughs> yeah. But the the thing with Blockbuster, the last Blockbuster that was really interesting is I always thought uh, Blockbuster just went out of business because of Netflix. I'm like, yeah, streaming came along and Netflix knocked him out. But that wasn't the case. Blockbuster had a chance to buy Netflix for super cheap early on and they didn't because they, the executives, like the, the guys in suits were like, oh, this will never take off. And then Netflix started kicking their ass. And then you remember Blockbuster did their Blockbuster um, DVD rental service. Oh, that's right. And then they that started to... doing okay. But then they made like more mistakes because they had the stores. The stores are what sunk them. They couldn't pay for all these like brick and yeah. mortar, and they had to close. Right. They couldn't like put the money together <clears throat> collectively to run a streaming software and they just like missed i feel like if they would have been second like hulu whoever came after yeah. netflix it feels like it was hulu uh they would be fine if they would have just had their own streamer or blockbuster they would be fine i think so and speaking they of streaming the rights to so many of the movies already yeah yeah they already had them in their catalog they could have made a killing if they like did it right Speaking of streaming, too, it's going to be interesting to see now that we're coming out of the pandemic or we think we're coming out of it, how well these uh, streaming companies do. Because there were like three that happened that started during the pandemic. Peacock, CBS, Paramount Plus. So 
now that people go and like even Apple plus, Apple TV Plus is like really cranking out like original stuff. Yeah, they're bumping it out. I think Bob has like three shows on Apple Plus coming out this week. Um, yeah. the, what right. scares me is if they is if everyone does what Apple does and you have to get the actual device for the streaming service. So like you have to get your, your Disney ears and then you have to get your Netflix box and your Hulu loop and, yeah. or maybe like the Disney one will have all and that's three. a big fire but, hazard, but everyone has their own. So yeah, in like, right. like with Apple, like, do you actually have to get, cause I used to have like a little Apple box thing, but mm-hmm. now, so like my TV downstairs is, is cable. But my TV upstairs is uh, Vanessa's like Roku thing that mm-hmm. uh, plugs into the side of it because it's mm-hmm. a you know, a smart TV. Can I get Apple on that? Or do I? I don't, I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't know, Bob. I think Apple TV Plus. You have to get the the box, right, Clark? Yeah. Yeah, I think you have to it's buy like its, like, own its own thing. Own that's like what now that's like, oh, holy shit. If all of them do that. Tether to that. Yeah, that would be bad if they all did that because that's the convenience of having. I mean, it's not even convenient only, having all that, but. I think only Apple can probably pull that off and still make a, a profit at the end of the day because Apple. Yeah, but, and Amazon technically does have their own thing also, but you no, but can we, watch. Yeah, a smart TV, it's yeah. that's yeah, and Amazon does it great. Like you just sign up for Amazon Prime, you know. I know you're buying shit, and then you get all the stuff on TV as well. So I know. I think at the end of the day, when the dust settles and the streaming wars are over, it'll be Amazon, Apple, and Disney standing yeah. tall. Yeah, I agree. You know why? Because they have all the money. It's like what we talked about earlier, Clark. It's like yeah, you can storm the Capitol, but then we'll they'll just take all your money. Yeah, we're and just gonna you take won't it away. Have any money. Paramount Plus's, you know, Top Gun screening isn't saving them. Yeah, the twenty-three dollars you have in your bank account—that's what they'll take if you were storming the Capitol. Because so. <laughs> I spent all my gear for your twenty-three bucks in your Christmas Club account. That's what we're gonna take. Okay, I won't do it. I, I do like. It. Did Did you guys watch uh, on Disney Plus Luca, the Italian sea monster? cartoon bob i i don't don't expect this to be like a big topic the only reason i bring it up was it's uh it's it's a cute movie it's fun but it's the only uh it's the not the i don't know if it's the only it's certainly not the only one it's the only one disney made that's was fully made in the pandemic remotely so all of the animation and voices were all done by different people at their house or on like remote computer there was no like meeting where they all got in and editors they all did it like via zoom and stuff like that um which is amazing if you think about it because it looks just like you know it's a it's a good movie yeah um but it's amazing to see that you can do that like that should be an example to every any company that's like well once this is over we're going back to the office it's like no they can do movies remotely mm-hmm. now like we don't need to be there you know that's on the insane. phones or something it's yeah. incredible it changes the whole ball game with that kind of stuff. I mean, you can do that yeah. with the animation, but obviously yeah. with uh, you know uh, live characters and things like that, and you know actually being on a set. But I, <clears throat> I really think the pandemic changed the game for everything. It, it it opened our eyes in terms of what we can do remotely and what we're able to do, probably at a much 
less cost uh, than we would if you bring all these people in. Because these actors can yeah. voice from home. They don't have to be in the studio to do any of that. You know, they can do it from home. If they have the right equipment, you just send them the equipment. I mean, yeah. Sure. Yeah, and it's good. Hey boys, I'm sorry. Uh, I got a cut loose. I got a crying baby, and I'm I'm holding solo. Uh, Heather's out to dinner. Oh no! So of I gotta run. We we no can problem. wrap it up now. Anyway, it's it's, it's great. It's, great talking to you, boys. So now over the this hour. This was hand. lovely. This was lovely, John. T- tend to tend to your herd, to your flock. Peace, guys. Love you. Love yeah. you guys. Love Take you, care. Bro. Love you. Um, we can wrap it up now, Bob. I think I, I probably should hit it soon, too. Um, okay. I think the wife has dinner. But uh, uh, let's, do, let's do another show uh, another show soon if you're available. It's, yeah, I'd love sorry. to chat with you. Sorry I was late. Uh, but oh, no, no. Yeah. Sorry to bother you with the text. I didn't realize you were still at work. I wouldn't no. no, you're not just... bothered. Mark the shark, man. Dude, that's uh, VIP. Oh, no way, man. You're the VIP. You're the king. Uh, uh, I wish. Maybe. Someday. Are you going to go home soon? Uh, i got a few more things to do, and then I'll go home. I'm working from home tomorrow, so it's. Oh. Uh, I'm going to put in the time now, and then I'm off next week. I'll be going to the Jersey Shore. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks for coming on during your work, man, and taking the time. It was always great to see you. I uh, hope it wasn't an interruption. Wish we could have gotten some more stuff, but uh, yeah. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get together. Um, when do you go to the the shore? Uh, I'll be there all next week. But I I now that I can do this from my phone, it's probably not the best option. Uh, but I we could do another show next week, and I could bring in uh, s- some uh, uh, better guests. So. Oh no, man! You're the best. Uh, let's yeah, let's do a show in the next week or so. It'd be great to like yeah. talk more history stuff. Yeah, no, that'd be good. So we just had the uh, the anniversary of the full, uh, Truist Park, the Braves Stadium, which uh, the Braves, who uh, you can all relate, that uh, ruined our childhoods. Oh, every night. The mid-90s, you know, with their pitching, Maddox, Smoltz. Yeah, I almost hated them as much as the Cowboys because of yeah. how good, good they were. Tom I Glavin. Actually, I kind of respect them now, though, you know, because I, I, they're kind of, in the same boat as the Phillies where like you know the Phillies don't have a great bullpen uh we the we have like one or two good starting pitchers and that's it and after that right then, hey guys it's a home run derby right <laughs> yeah right hopefully we can have score 15 runs <laughs> yeah you guys hopefully, um... hopefully that 300 million that we paid Bryce Harper is going to pay off here <laughs> <laughs> do you guys follow the Phillies on like social media like Facebook or anything like that yeah, I do. Uh, do you notice how they'll change their profile picture, and or they did for like uh, they did like two months ago or something to like a black. Yeah, they did Pride, and then all these people got mad. Of course, they were like, "This is yeah. not what baseball's about." And then they changed it to a a black one. And people got mad, so they kept changing it like every day. And I think whoever was doing social media was doing it just to piss people off. And I was like, good for well, you. It was probably some poor intern who, you know, was of going course, because we all go to college and in college you live in a little bubble. And I remember coming out of college and like, <laughs> you're living in the real world sort of, but yeah. you're not really living in the real world. And it's all this, uh, these social issues that take up your time to a certain extent and you're meeting people there who 
haven't gone out in the real world yet. And it's, uh, it's interesting. Um, you know, it's like, it's like, yo, we just want the gay people's money too. That's all, that's all we're doing. Yeah. Let us do it for this month. And then we'll go right back to whatever childish thing that you can't get over. Like when people flipped out about them renaming a ship in star Wars. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know what? (laughs) Following the Philadelphia media on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram is not going to affect the way I watch the game. And if you have a problem with that, don't follow them. Right. That that was that was that was my whole point. It was like people were so offended and the Philly just kept changing the logo like like a teenage girl changes her profile picture. It was hilarious. Like every day there was like a new one. I'm like, what company like does this? And uh, clearly they were like listening to the comments, but it was, it, the comments are ridiculous, yeah. by the way. Like who did, really, you're offended at the Rainbow Phillies logo that, that oh, keeps you like, up at night? It's like some big 60 year old fat Italian guy, South Philly Sal, you know, yeah. who's going to comment on that stuff. You know, I, I come, you know, I come to this and, uh, you know, all I get is all this gay pride and, so he says to the guy, says to him, I says to him, I says to the guy, says to him, I says, I says to the guy, you know, I'm not trying to be ignorant, but it just doesn't go. The colors, the scheme, it's just not matching. It doesn't, it looks ugly. Ooh, they're the same people that is ruined. Sorry. I am totally for like, you know, Black Lives Matter stuff, you know, all that worthy cause, the gay pride, all that stuff like let these people live their lives and let them have at it. You know, it's, it's yeah, fine. It's not like a negative right. thing. It's not like, supposed to be negative. No, exactly. No, not but at all. Also too, also too, I tune into baseball to watch baseball. I don't care about your social uh, agenda. So while I'm with you on the social agenda, I, Bob, it's not even a social agenda. It's a financial agenda. You know what I mean? Like they don't want any group yeah. mad at them so they have yeah. to dole out right images that like oh we support you as long as you support us well it's <laughs> like the, the eagles put out like something you know remember george floyd and all that stuff and that was that was absolutely horrible and what happened to him uh, should never happen but oh. you know and i see like on the eagles media like people i grew up with and dads who i you know coach me in little league baseball you know one dad said, you know, George Floyd, you know, clean since, uh, you know, whatever the day he died, you know, he's, he's been clean since then. You know, so it's, it's not, it's not, that's not the, the forum for it. And that's what it brings on to understand where they're going with it. They don't want to be, you know, on the outside of all that stuff, but yeah, we're here to watch football and we're here to watch baseball. I don't give a shit about a social agenda. I will go to other uh, avenues on Twitter and Facebook. If I want to do that, I agree with you. Exactly. That's how that's how it should be. And the yeah. same people that are complaining are the same people that are saying, "Oh, why make it gay? Just let them play ball." It's like you're also the same people that when Jackie Robinson just wanted to play ball, you were saying calling him the N word and saying get off the field. Like, yeah. there's a time and a place for everything, and sports sure. is not the place, you know, for social issues to um, to be refuting them. I'm saying. I mean, there's not any place for that, but it's just funny that people use the platforms they do to get like their bullshit across. Yeah, and then people get angry about it too. So those guys that say like, <clears throat> you know, George Floyd sober since you know the day he died. Uh, it's like, hey, why don't we look at your Google history for the for the last 24 <laughs> hours? Yeah, 
That's it. Just the last one day. Let's see how yeah. clean clean you are. Let, let's see how clean. Let's take a look at those cookies. <laughs> you know what's you know what's JavaScript. Look at the HTML. You know what's what's so dumb about those comments too? The ones that are like, "Well, he had all this like all these drugs in his system, and he hit a woman once." You know what? He he he's probably done a lot of shitty things. We all have. Um, I I've done a lot of shitty things in my life. I also don't deserve to get killed for using yeah. a fake twenty dollar bill. So like that's the bottom line. It's like yeah. so irrelevant. It's like well, what if he was a guy who didn't have that history, and his head was still being or his neck was still being leaned on by a knee. Like right. you didn't know he was unless the cop like knew. But even then, you knew you know when all your weight is on is centered on like one limb and you're just leaning on that one limb like there's no way you don't know there's I no can, way I you don't know i i back in my uh training and uh oh pepper spray go through the handbook now uh <laughs> oh my god uh that uh putting my uh knee on somebody's neck uh for 20 minutes is uh going to do anything uh <laughs> Somehow that wasn't in the manual, section 288F. No, it wasn't uh, it's advised. I can't find it. It's it's funny, though. Yeah, it's it's crazy with the stuff. That's why I don't really uh, go on social media anymore. Like, I'll tweet stuff and, like, look at people only I want to see, like, friends and follows. But I don't, I don't ever engage, you know? There's just too much crap. I, like, it just doesn't solve anything. I can't help myself sometimes, though. When I see, like, stupid... Same here. To address it. Oh and yeah, no, no. Sometimes you have to. For the most part, saying. media is like I'll throw something out w- with an article that yeah. I am going towards a very small portion of people who follow me, and I don't give a shit about likes or stuff. I just want to put it out there because it makes me feel better about that. Uh, and I'm not going to do it in a hateful way or anything like that. No. But I just want. I just want to put it out there. And then I know there's people who think the other way who are seeing that. And mm. you know what? Maybe it'll make them, it'll be a cause for pause. Well, and you do. And you, it works. Like, we need more, you know, people like you that are, that know their shit and are smart and are like posting stuff like that. Like, I, I, I you know, everything you see, I, I happen to agree with. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we like to see more of this. It's like the, the articles you see that are from like, you know, World Fox News Live Z dot YA or something. You're like, what what site is this? And it's like some article and you're like, well that's that solves it. That says it all right there. This yeah. blog clears it all up. Redstate.com. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like Red sometimes State. I'll you know, like I'll be on Twitter and uh, you know, I'll see something cool and I'll open it up and I'll look at how fucking stupid and rude and entitled and ignorant the first like three or four comments are and then i'm like why the fuck am i on this thing and i get out of there it yeah. always ends it always ends in anger on twitter and that's <laughs> why feel, i get all in frustration you feel dirty like i know i'm like this like, place is a I, cesspool yeah you subscribe to it for like you know even if it was like 30 seconds like you just subscribe to that and it was like it, you feel dirty and i do the same thing yeah Cause I just yeah, you feel dirty. You want to take a shower. It's like, but you know, yeah. Then you realize, no, I don't want to see that anymore. 
Yeah, I'd rather go watch Gettysburg, the bonus features. Yeah, or the the uh, you know the A and E uh, special, the very well done you know behind the scenes on Jaws, you know how they made the movie. I just watched that due to your recommendation, and it it, it blew me away. What? Uh, Bob recommended the A and E. Uh, it was on A and E. What was it called, Bob? The Making of Jaws. Yeah, the making of Jaws or something like that. It was how they, it was all the behind the scenes stuff, all the shit that they ran into, and how Steven Spielberg was 27 years old making that movie. And it was literally like it was going to ruin his career if this movie did not get made. He like didn't even have a career yet. That was like his first no, thing. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. He was like, oh my God. And then he was like, but wait, what if it's a success? How the hell am I going to do anything better? And then he did like exactly. ET. Like, yeah. And not only a success, but yeah. it was the first blockbuster. Like it changed the game. It invented the term blockbuster. Well, and it's it's cool to see like how they had so many problems with the shark that they had to rewrite the script to to work it around the mechanical shark, and it made the movie better because you fear the shark. Like the whole thing. Like in the beginning, you don't even see the shark, and really until they're out on the boat, you know, with with Quint. Yeah. Yeah, and they were talking about pieces of it. You see the yeah, and they ran out of money. They were or they were over budget, and it was universal. By four times over budget, and this was the first time director on a major motion picture for one of the biggest studios running over budget with all these problems. It's like think about the stress doing that. It's like this is my only chance, and everything's getting screwed up because nobody thought that movie would do well, or at least a lot of people didn't think it would do well. Yeah, Richard Dreyfuss saw the script and basically said, I'm too lazy to do this. I'm not going to shoot this out in the waters off of Cape Cod, uh, do any of that shit. So. And then he went, it's a scriptarious, scriptarious. It's a great script once that money came in from royalties. I was in Jaws. I don't need the shit, damn it. <laughs> Star Wars interview. <laughs> I was in Jaws. It's a scriptarious, it's a great white. <laughs> You know, you know what I noticed? I watched all the Jaws again, this except for Jaws the Revenge this weekend. <laughs> Brody, uh, Chief Brody never uses the police lights in his car. He always just beeps the horn. And I think uh-huh. it's because they weren't real lights because it was like running oh. tight on budget. They couldn't like get a cop car. So oh. I think if you look, they're just like fake lights. But Perhaps. it works. Like it makes it work. Yeah, they weren't even hooked up. But he he's like a such like a he's the character that you like and he's kind of unassuming and just kind of going along with it. And that's why you need somebody like, uh, Robert Shaw to be Quinn, you know, Hey chief, you brought your rubbers. (laughs) Try this chief made it myself. Pretty good stuff. Don't drink that. Don't drink that. (laughs) See, I just want to know what that is. Cause wouldn't that be a cool shot to serve in a bar? Like, the Quint specially, like yeah. it's called the Boston Crab. Like, what is that? What was that? Was that moonshine? Yes, and it probably kills you. It, it probably just like you die. Makes you, you go blind immediately. Blind, yeah, you lose yeah. eyesight in at least one eye. <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. Maybe so here's a uh, here, here's a tweet. Here's like an example of what I was saying. Uh, this guy, uh, he's like this like YouTuber, blogger, um, comic book guy. Uh, it's a picture of him and his wife, I guess, in the movie theater. Seated in a movie theater for hashtag Black Widow. The first comment, why is why is the guy behind you looks like a mannequin? <laughs> <laughs> Taken completely in context. Yeah. I am here at the yeah. premiere of Black Widow. What, get ready, 
ready to talk about this amazing film that nobody has seen yet. Yeah. Uh, why are you wearing red? That's the same color as. Uh, okay. Yep. That's what I. That's mission accomplished. To be honest, the guy behind him is kind of freakishly weird looking, like a mannequin like. <laughs> <laughs> is well, like, he mannequin like though? Dude, he's like this. <laughs> the, the lighting's really bad. Sorry. The thing I like about Twitter though is it lets it it, it lets me directly connect with. Uh, that's what he looks like. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, what I what I like. <laughs> oh boy, funny. Yeah, myself here. What I like about Twitter is it lets me direct. And the only thing I use Twitter for is to basically follow. Uh, I mean, these people would need a restraining order against me, basically in real life. Uh, yeah, it's good for it's, that. It, I w- I follow like NFL players, MLB players, and NASCAR guys. Um, and like the other day, like I saw, like there's this one, uh, NASCAR driver, Ross Chastain, who his family owns like a watermelon farm in Northern Florida. So they, they grow watermelons and they're very good at it. And they made a good deal about it and it helped him, it helped propel his NASCAR career, you know, money wise. And now he's in a decent (laughs) ride now and running on watermelons. Yeah. So like there are these people. There were these people who uh, robbed, uh, <clears throat> they were at a stop and rob uh, gas station and they put watermelons on their head. So like I tweeted Ross Chastain, who I have no business talking to. I have no business even being in the same sphere as him. And I tweeted him, you know, hey, Ross, uh, we want to know your whereabouts. Uh, the previous evening, the local police are looking for you because these people have watermelons. on their head. Oh, that's good. That is funny. He tweeted me back and he said, you know, that's freaking hilarious. Uh, oh no way! You yeah. would never get that from anybody else. Like no, that's cool. And for me, as a NASCAR fan, to have like the driver who you know he's like half my age, you know, but it still like gets my jollies off. So yeah, that is cool. You know, and, and I you watched, feel like a million bucks. I, yeah, You're, like engaging. So, yeah, and he's cool enough to do that too. So you know, that's that's a part of it. Like you know, I don't like being on there, and you know, I never try to go on to anything and tear somebody down. So that's yeah, where social media is so prolific with that. So yeah, it is. No, that is that is a cool story though. It always feel like a million bucks if like yeah. somebody famous you follow like likes it or follow. You know, you're like, oh yeah, this is cool. I forgot. Yeah. Like you can see this. It's not like yeah. he responded back to me. He doesn't have to do that. He's got enough shit on his plate. You know, who is pretty cool? Uh, Bob Coons uh, from Georgia. You know, and it's a stupid picture of me sitting in front of uh, Dale Junior's pit box. So, yeah, but you know what? I, I bet you they get so much bullshit negativity that if you catch oh, yeah. them with just something positive, they're going to pre- appreciate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're right. That's now. a good point. Yeah. I yeah, if they happen it, to see it. And the, it's, and it's like, like there's positive. just so much negativity that you can stand out simply by just being nice. Yeah. I think Bob should create Twitter accounts for famous nascar drivers that have passed away as if they were alive during the twitter like and twitter tweet- age like uh tim I richmond if he had tim twitter richmond? oh yeah <laughs> yeah tim like richmond. can't talk having sex tonight but yeah. hey bye under last night and uh you know i banged like three and i might i think i might have aids but uh <laughs> sure so i'm just going no that's t- oh, no. Rabbit hole. that's the kind of crap that we need to get out of social media so that is funny though no, it's, it's 
No, it's not. That was a cheap shill. Uh, that was, uh, you know, I'm a circus monkey. Have you no guys way. seen any uh, good documentaries like recently, like newer, newer documentaries or older? I guess I saw this this one called The Pharmacist. What's it about? What's what's it about? Dude, it's about like the biggest fucking pill mill in New Orleans, where like you know the overdose opiate capital of this country is. Uh, oh, right next yeah. to down, right down here in South Florida. Got <laughs> <laughs> the pill mill, and it's this pharmacist who notices like these kids bringing in, and and like an an, an insane amount of people bringing in prescriptions for like oxycodone and and you know, Vicodin and all that shit, and he starts looking into it, and that's after his son dies over like a drug deal for this oh. shit. Yeah, it's pretty wow. good. It's a four-part episode, and it's all about this dad, this pharmacist guy who's just trying to like clean up this. Yeah, fucking. Where can we know, find it? Uh, Netflix. I believe Netflix, but I'll double check. I'll I'll watch that. I I'm yeah, due for I'll a good documentary. It. I I haven't. Dude, you should see this guy's. This guy's trying to get the FBI involved, and the FBI's like stalling. So he just like does he like oh. takes it upon himself dude like it's almost like a movie where he is like tired of waiting and yeah. for like government sectors to like you know whatever clear red tape or whatever and he finds out like this one source this main source in new orleans this fucked up doctor oh, it's always the fucked up doctor um, that you just go in and be like my ear hurts and they're like here's 30 pills of hydro of, of fentanyl for you yeah, and and I don't want you to take those orally. I want you to uh, break them up and snort them. Right. <laughs> and if you can't do that, just melt them down and shoot it. Yeah. If you need help learning how to break them down, there's this Wu Tang album, and Method Man <laughs> describes how to do it in the opening of the third song. Uh, it's on Netflix, and uh, it's on Netflix. What's it called, John? The, ph the pharmacist. And uh, the pharmacist. It's, it, it, you know, it, him finding the, the source and finding, like, this this pill mill is, like, just the beginning of it. Not really oh, wow. the beginning that of it, but, really like, interesting. it gets real. It, it just gets, it's, you know what it is? Uh, you know what I've, I've learned about documentaries? If they don't wrap it up like a bow at the end, like, you basically have to in a movie, it, it's it's more intriguing. It's more realistic you know, that's like the difference between movies and like real life. Like movies have to all make sense and tie up and end and wrap up at the end. Yeah. Sometimes documentaries are kind of just like, so we'll see. Yeah, like we'll see what happens. It's up to you. Yeah. It's kind of like saying yeah. it's up to you to decide what happens. Right. And yeah. Yeah. Leaves you is, with kind of like feeling. And I'm sorry to shill this out here because I know uh, uh, it's like right on par with uh, with, with me. Uh, but there is there is a great documentary on Netflix uh, about the Space Shuttle Challenger, and it goes into. Yeah. Uh, I, I may have mentioned this before. It came out uh, last September. Uh, but it makes isn't everyone's concept of like the last two to three years like a little off. It's like oh uh, yeah, 100%. when did that? Isn't it weird? It yeah. is weird. It's like you lost a year. Yeah. Sorry, 
I've lo- I've lost many years, uh, but uh, that's a whole other story. <laughs> uh, but it, it what's will it make, called? <clears throat> it's called Challenger: The Untold Story on Netflix, and it is it's a four part documentary, and it's so well done. Um, it it will make you angry because of what the uh, the the management at NASA did to fly that day when they didn't have to. Um, and basically killed all those people. Yeah, I, I watched that, I, Bob. I, I was I, just going to say, I think I watched this too, Bob. Yeah. Uh, it was like they were all kind of like so unsure, and they were like, yeah, just go. Yeah, pretty Some much. Some people were like, ah, but I don't know. Yeah. Actually, what, no, they should Yeah. What gets me the most, too, is that you have Krista McAuliffe on there, who is a, you know, a citizen, uh, just a regular citizen, not an astronaut, who doesn't understand uh, the all the technical stuff involved. And she got laid on in the crew. And I think the only person who pulled her aside and talked to her was the commander, Dick Scobie, and said, hey, this is still an experimental experimental aircraft. Uh, we could die doing this. Um, it's, it's very dangerous. But everybody at NASA was telling her, hey, this is like a commercial airline. You're just getting on a plane. You're, you're going to be fine. Oh, right. The woman who like. Yeah, the teacher who. Uh, right. That's like what it was about. That's like what the yeah. documentary's main like plot. It, right, I did see it, that. It was awesome. Not, yeah, it's not the main focus, but it goes into the uh, basically NASA was flying on a waiver. So. Right. Oh my god! What yeah. about uh, what about you, Clark? Uh, I, yeah, I did see that one. It was just what you said. Uh, you really kind of walk away angry. I don't remember the last documentary i watched i think it was the last blockbuster it was probably the last one. Oh, i've, I've that's on netflix too right? oh yeah my god i don't know if i finished that because i started getting sad like it is sad all the effort that they do in the morning and at night for like seven customers throughout the day they they treat it like it's still at the height of blockbusters where they like rewind not rewind but they like collect the return tapes and like show new releases, get like cardboard cutouts. Yeah, they have like ah, uh, yeah. I I did enjoy it a lot. It was um, it does make you like on one hand you you do think. Have you seen it, Bob? The last blockbuster? No, I haven't, but I definitely want to watch it. Yeah, it is. It is just what you're thinking. It is. It's like the only blockbuster store left open, and uh, and one side in one hand it makes you look like miss that kind of thing. Like oh, it was so cool. It was an event. You could take your girlfriend again. I a movie. know. I do. Yeah, and then on the other hand, you're like, well, would you really want to do that? Like, I probably want to go there once to be like, hey, let's do it. But with streaming right now and everything, I would probably lose interest in the movie before I got home because of, like, ADHD. I'd be like, well, I don't want to watch this. But it it makes you, like, miss this. See, like, with kids, like, with kids, uh, for me, with kids, you're, you're playing chess with time. And... Go a trip to the video mm. store is a time suck, so yeah. it's like uh-huh. it's like you're looking for things to just like do, so you're not just standing there in back, you know, and your back's in pain. You want to be like That's moving. A good point. So like, I wish that we had a thing to go like rent movies at, like to actually go and pick it out, or maybe just go there and buy like you know snacks. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah the snacks were big. It, it's part of the whole buildup with kids, like with kids, like yeah, yeah that's right. It's like a buildup with it that you need to like hammer down time with right. them. Right. So it, 
blessed off. That's so right. You do need to build it up. Yeah. So and, it's like, uh, that's why my parents took me there because, you know, it would kill. It was Tommy. an event. And little annoying Bobby isn't uh, going to <laughs> as much, you know, once we put the movie in. Then after the movie, it's like, oh, look, it's bedtime. Right, oh, exactly. It's dark outside. That was the trick. Yeah, that's why. Do you, do you remember, do you guys remember going to Blockbuster or even like West Coast Video as a kid and spending like an hour picking out a Nintendo game? Because that, like, running a Nintendo game was such a big deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was a major deal. That was like, you would pick like three or four and then narrow it down over fierce debate. Yeah, the the debate was like thirty minutes, and the second you got in the car, you're like, I I should have got the other one. <laughs> this is not what I wanted, and you had to wait like three days. Why did we get the hockey game? <laughs> yeah, but the the thing with Blockbuster, the last Blockbuster that was really interesting is I always thought uh, Blockbuster just went out of business because of Netflix. I'm like, yeah, streaming came along, and Netflix knocked him out. But that wasn't the case. Blockbuster had a chance to buy Netflix for super cheap early on and they didn't because they the executives like the the guys in suits were like oh this will never take off and then netflix started kicking their ass and then you remember blockbuster did their blockbuster um dvd rental service oh that's right and then they that started to... doing okay but then they made like more mistakes because they had the stores the stores are what sunk them they couldn't pay for all these like brick and mortar yeah. and they had to close Right, they couldn't like put the money together <clears throat> collectively to run a streaming software, and they just like missed. I feel like if they would have been second, like Hulu, whoever came after yeah. Netflix, it feels like it was Hulu. Uh, they would be fine if they would have just had their own streamer, Blockbuster. They would be fine. I think so. And speaking they of streaming, the rights to so many of the movies already. Yeah, yeah, they already had them in their catalog. They could have made a killing if they like did it right. Speaking of streaming, too, it's going to be interesting to see now that we're coming out of the pandemic or we think we're coming out of it, how well these uh, streaming companies do. Because there were like three that happened that started during the pandemic. Like Peak, Peacock, CBS, Paramount+. Plus. So now that people are like, even Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus is like really cranking out like original stuff. Yeah, they're bumping it out. I think Bob has like three shows on Apple Plus coming out this week. Um, yeah. the, what right. scares me is if they, is if everyone does what Apple does and you have to get the actual device for the streaming service. So like you have to get your, your Disney ears and then you have to get your Netflix box and your Hulu loop. And, yeah. Or maybe like the Disney one will have all And that's a big fire hazard. But everyone has their own. So yeah, in like. Right. Like with Apple, like, do you actually have to get, because I used to have like a little Apple box thing, but mm -hmm. now, so like my TV downstairs is, is cable, but my TV upstairs is, uh, Vanessa's like Roku thing that, mm -hmm. uh, plugs into the side of it. Cause it's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a smart TV. Can I get Apple on that? Or do I, I, don't, I, I don't. No, I don't. Th I don't know, Bob. I think Apple TV Plus. You have to get the the box, right, Clark? Yeah, I think you have to it's buy like its like own its thing. Own that's like what now. That's like oh holy shit! If all of them do that, tether to that. Yeah, that would be bad if they all did that because that's the convenience of having. I mean, it's not even convenient only, having all that. 
but I think only Apple can probably pull that off and still make a, a profit at the end of the day because Apple. Yeah, but, and Amazon technically does have their own thing also, but you no, but we, can yeah, watch on a smart TV. It's yeah. that's yeah. And Amazon does it great. Like you just sign up for Amazon Prime, you know. I know. You're buying shit and then you get all the stuff on TV as well. So I know. I think at the end of the day, when the dust settles and the streaming wars are over, it'll be Amazon, Apple, and Disney standing yeah. tall. Yeah, I agree. You know why? Because they have all the money. It's like what we talked about earlier, Clark. It's like, yeah, you can storm the Capitol, but then we'll they'll just take all your money. Yeah, we're just gonna you take won't it away. Have any money. Paramount yeah. Plus's, you know, Top Gun screening isn't saving them. Right. Yeah, the twenty-three dollars you have in your bank account—that's what they'll take if you were storming the Capitol. Because so. <laughs> I spent all my gear for your twenty-three bucks in your Christmas Club account. That's what we're gonna take. Okay, I won't do it. I, I do like. Did Did you guys watch uh, on Disney Plus Luca, the Italian sea monster cartoon? Bob, I I don't, I don't expect this to be like yeah. a big topic. The only reason yeah. I bring it up was it's uh it's it's a cute movie. It's yeah, fun, it's but it's the only uh it it's the not the I don't know if it's the only it's certainly not the only one. It's the only one Disney made that's was fully made in the pandemic remotely. So all of the animation and voices were all done by different people at their house or on like remote computer. There was no like meeting where they all got in and editors. They all did it like via Zoom and stuff like that. Um which is amazing if you think about it cuz it looks just like, you know, it's a it's a good movie. Yeah. Um but it's amazing to see that you can do that. Like that should be an example to every any company that's like, well, once this is over, we're going back to the office. It's like, no, they can do movies remotely mm-hmm. now. Like we don't need to be there, you know, that's on the insane. phones or something. It's yeah, incredible. It changes the whole ball game with that kind of stuff. I mean, you can do that yeah. with the animation, but obviously yeah. with uh, you know, uh live characters and things like that and you know actually being on a set but i <clears throat> i really think the pandemic changed the game for everything it, it it opened our eyes in terms of what we can do remotely and what we're able to do probably at a much less cost uh than we would if you bring all these people in because these actors can yeah. voice from home they don't have to be in the studio to do any of that you know they can do it from home if they have the right equipment you just send them the equipment I mean, yeah, yeah, it's good.